Hey, listeners. I've heard that friends don't lie, and since friends don't lie, I'm here with some of mine to talk about stranger things that happen in the weird worlds of the of the place under the under place. Australia. Yeah. No, I think where you look, where you look up and it's reverse. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm here with Brandon T. McClure. Hi. And Ryan Eliopoulos. Hey guys, I'm here as well. And my buddy Ben Magnet. Oh, Canada. Why? You just had that in your head. <laughs> yes, I did. We told you not to do that. <laughs> Too bad. Who are you, though? Nobody nobody told him not to. Who are you, though? You don't know that. The audience didn't oh, know yeah. that until this, uh, just who now. Who am I? I'm, I'm, I'm the mystery. You're the question. I'm Sparks Wick Witty. You sound sleepy, man. Man, man yeah, what? what are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm here. You good? I'm awake. You sure? Are you sure you're not in the upside oh, down? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm sure I'm not in the down up place. No, you're not in Australia. Right, well, right. is... I don't need to hit A B A B to get back. I'm good. Hey, you know it's <laughs> book club in a little bit. You're gonna have to be awake for that. Uh, how was your guys this week? It was good. It was just uh, it's take two. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I thought we had a pretty good weekend to be honest. Maybe yeah. you guys didn't. I, I had a great I, weekend. I couldn't get the. I couldn't. Well, the week was. Really busy. Had a really busy week, uh, yeah, but the weekend was, yeah. was pretty great. We live for the weekend. Everyone yeah. works. Work, yeah, we work, can't work. really talk about what we did this weekend. No, we can't. But nope. uh, it was soon, cool, though. <laughs> but it was really cool. I can talk I, about what I did. Yeah, I would love yeah, to yeah. hear, it, baby. Yeah, I, I well, I, I sat at home and listened to the rest of you go do something cool. I guess. Oh, oh. I got really sad. Oh, hey, wow. well, I I also spent a lot of time at home playing like video games. So like, hey, there you go. Yeah, I, I worked a, a lot. We're all alone until we're here, united, all in. <laughs> Actually, for real though. We're all alone together. Exactly. Sure. Right. Yeah. No, that works. <laughs> what's the What's the quote in Justice League? A strong man is strongest alone. That's not the quote. That's That's not the saying. That's not even remotely no, it's, what the it's, saying it's, is. It's It's You can't save the world alone, except you know when you do. Except when you have a solo like movie, like in yeah. in Wonder Woman, or, or in a Man, man of, of Steel, or a Man of Steel. Yeah. Whatever. As, yeah, Suicide Squad, you can't save the world alone, and Suicide Squad care. has. Hey, these people are supposed to take out Superman. You mean these. Like three normal human Everyone beings. Start drinking. I guess I'm Already supposed out, to take down Superman. <laughs> ben rant. Start drinking. Really? Is we that should the... we should do a, a a commentary on Suicide Squad, and it should be your first viewing. Oh, my first viewing. I think that would be oh, actually. Oh, I think that'd be a good one. I do think that actually would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd, that'd be <laughs> like what we did with the Star Trek one, but for you. That'd oh be, man, that'd be fun. I'm, uh, I'm on board with that. I am so on I'm board. On, I'm on board. Yeah. Is this going to be before or after we do Super Mario We're not Bros? going to talk about... We're not going to talk so, about... So we have a special announcement for you listeners. <laughs> yeah. Our next commentary will be Suicide Squad. It's ready. Brandon has never seen. Now! <laughs> it's ready on your timeline now. <laughs> no, it's not. No, probably not. We all want to be here for that one. Yeah. yeah uh, so do. stay tuned for that, I guess. That's and you're probably going to want to be drunk, Brandon, just saying. Oh, God. That's a really good idea. I'm yeah, excited to hate that movie again. That is anyway, a very good idea. We should all be drunk yeah. for that one. Guys, I've eaten a lot today. You know what? So I, much Taco Bell. Last Taco Bell trip, I ordered more, but this time I got the right amount, oh, so I feel good. Right. I, I didn't finish Did all you my save Taco Bell. enough room for bread and butter? Um, I didn't get that extra quesadilla, so I think I'm ready for it. Because we got a lot of bread and butter this, this week. This is like the oh. best news week of the year, probably. Dude, <laughs> I, I'm too full for it, but just spill it across the table and I'll, I'll mash it into some kind of sculpture. All right, <laughs> we're going to open with probably the biggest news. We're opening piece. with the bigger one? Yeah. Ooh, baby. Because I want to go big and start sm- and then small. Cool. Go big or go home, man. Yeah, so, so okay, we're going to actually report this the way it actually is reported and not the way a lot of other stations because this got, this has gotten misconstrued and out of hand and there's a lot of misinformation going around. There's a lot of tomfoolery with this. So here's what actually happened. Fox, All right. 
Oh, that I actually didn't even. I forgot right. this happened. Fox entered negotiations with Disney to sell its assets. Now, what that means is, is that Fox would sell its studio and its network programming, but not its news or sports programming because of because they couldn't sell it to Disney. Now, those talks are not currently happening. However, a recent report does say that they're not over. So, whew, baby, this this was this was a, a big one. This broke the internet. This oh was yeah, crazy! People, everywhere people are saying that Fox is gonna be owned by Disney. Disney's gonna have a monopoly. All this other bull stuff. The funny thing is, there was even a, a meme on the internet of, of the 20th century. Like the joke I told you before. We that saw was movie, funny. Yeah, we saw a movie today. We we saw Murder Orient Express, which was pretty good. And the 20th century Fox logo comes up. I live with a banner that says a Walt Disney Company. Oh, and yeah. That was actually a Simpsons joke from 20 years ago. Oh, they get, right. always get it. Well, so now what this what this means is is that Fox will sell. Uh, Fox is interested. Here's the thing. Here's what's actually happening. Fox is interested in selling these assets because they don't feel like they can compete anymore in the mar- in the current in the growing market because they feel like the only way they can compete is by acquiring. What did Disney do? They acquired. So Fox doesn't think they can acquire enough to compete with the likes of, and they quoted Netflix or Amazon. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. So they think that refocusing their entire company to just news and sports is the better option. <sighs> uh, not yeah. to get political, but Fox News. <laughs> oh, I know. God. Right? Oh yeah, that's uh, this is. I mean, for nerds, it's the best news you can possibly hope for. Mm-hmm. And in terms of of Hollywood monopolies and stuff, maybe not. Yeah, right. but is it is it the best news that nerds could hope for? Dude, well, for okay. me, for him. I'm, here's the thing. Why? I'm, for me. Why? I'm with Rob Liefeld on this one. Yeah. Because Rob Liefeld did post, and what does Rob Liefeld know? I get, I get it. But he said, "Think about Deadpool. Think about X Force. Don't make this deal because you, we won't get these movies." But we're if not. Disney that's not guaranteed. That is not guaranteed that that wouldn't happen. They, I think Disney's smart enough to know what's a hit and what's not a hit. They yeah. wouldn't turn Deadpool PG thirteen. I don't think so. Oh, I, do you I, want? Do you want Disney to have the controlling power of the Aliens franchise? Oh, oh hey, shit! Hey, com- compared to what's happening now, yeah. Mm, I don't uh, like. I mean, but that's, I don't just, like, that's just like one example. Oh no, that's I personally I think that's a bad example because I haven't liked any of the aliens movies that Ridley Scott is currently made. No, that's, but, that's I, fine. That. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, think about Predator. Yeah, they own that. Uh, so again, so this is what they would get. They would get the FX n- uh, network. Mm-hmm. Legion uh, is on there. Um, they get a lot of the programs. So yes. So the biggest thing for nerds and the, the one that you know people like us we've gravitated towards is that Fox, uh, that Disney would finally get the rights to X Men and Fantastic Four, and that's all well and cool. But outside of the main X Men films, I like what Fox is doing with with the X Men. Well, yeah. Legion. Well, Legion oh, I, um, I still haven't seen Gifted. It's still on my to do list, but I heard that is amazing. Gifted yeah. is great. It is. It's great. I yeah. know. Leech. How weird is it that the two X Men television shows are better than the main same movies? What the hell, Fox? It's 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 a crazy it's crazy, but it's, it's it is it's good. It is. But I see where people where nerds are going with this, but at the same time, I'm a little concerned because the stuff on FX, like um, like look at FX's revenue at the past. We you have Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You have Sons of Anarchy. You have um. Oh God, what's some of the other American horror story. Right. All no, those shows. But bouncing off of that, so Disney is interested. Disney, they look, they're listening. I'm not going to yeah. say they're not listening. They're listening. They are, have, no one's made an offer. Right. Disney is listening because they think that it would be good going into their new streaming service. They would put all of Fox's films on that streaming service okay. because they would own the controlling interest of that. Right. And another thing that people didn't talk about, they would also own the original cuts of Star Wars, finally. Oh, I, that's, that's a big one. That's oh, a big one. Fudge. Because Fox currently that. owns the original cuts of Star Wars. That's why we haven't we seen can, a remastered version of those. And you know... And, Disney would release that. And, and yeah. how many 
Star Wars nerds work for Disney. Ben, have you been wearing this hat this whole time? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I've never noticed it. That's crazy. what the all shit day. all day. I, I, I even you... commented that he looked like he was going golfing. God, I've I've literally because you don't wear hats often that I see you. And it's Bullshit! Like, I wear a hat almost every time I come here. You do every time? Almost. God, yeah. I'm so I'm, blinded. I won't, it's either my I won't. I won't back you up on that one. But uh, but yes, he has. I, it's either my I've Sonic. Never seen you it's a, it's okay. Hat. It's okay, Ryan. You forget you have had a nose ring. Yeah, your nose ring. Like I have a nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> you have. Oh. Sorry to derail it, but like I just I have just never seen you wear this cool hat, and I just for some reason I blocked it out. Let's continue. Yeah, my, father, my father gave it to me. Anyways, um, the reason why I brought the FX shows is because all three of those shows either canceled or still going. They're all Ray TVNA, and they are well known for their pushing the envelope. Like SOA, one of the most controversial scenes in that show was they had a um a sextage where all the main characters were having sex in some way or form. Oh yeah. It's a good good word Well, sextage. it's important <laughs> yeah. to remember it's important to remember that Disney uh, ha- does own other things that they aren't do. under the Disney name. Uh, like they don't say Disney when they put it up, but they do things that are adult but Disney owns them. That's why initially Disney bought Miramax because they could yeah. do that. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, so it's it's important to remember that that's that's true. It's less the content that they'll actually put out, and more the decisions behind what they're willing to take risks with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that I'm curious about. I mean, there are advantages and there are disadvantages. There's a lot of properties that they'll get control of that I'm like, I don't know how I feel about Disney having final say on this property. Yeah. And there are other properties that I'm like, I wonder what Disney will do if it has this property, like Firefly. Interesting. That's a good point. They would own Firefly. Mm-hmm. And like, so a couple years ago, uh, Disney bought Marvel and Star Wars, and we weren't sure what that would mean. Everyone was scared that they were going to Disneyfy the Marvel Universe. And you know what? I don't think they have. I still think Civil War is my favorite comic book movie, and that was a Disney movie. We've yeah. all, we were all, we were all pro Disney buying yeah, Marvel. And like, I think in this, this isn't uh, as big as that. I don't I, think this Actually, is bigger. Well, Actually, I mean, okay, that's I. I mean, like it, Star Wars is is he he's literally waving his hand in my yeah. face. Yeah, because I remember when that deal went down, and actually, Brandon, I remember people were against Disney buying Marvel. Yeah, right, but we weren't because we I thought it was, we thought it was a good. Idea. Okay, well, we didn't have a show at the time, but I remember speaking to you and you and uh, probably you because you walked into the store. But like these sort of things. Marvel buying, sorry, whoops, Disney buying Marvel was different because Marvel is still, look, it's still a family-friendly franchise. Yeah. So is Star Wars. Yeah. And, and that's that's a little different. Fox has a ton of R-rated franchises that it are is. attached to their names. That's true, yeah. Disney Disney's R-rated franchise, quote-unquote R-rated franchises, are under different companies and they don't put the disney title under the, under those ti- under those I think this ratings. would be this would be a big new step for them. I mm-hmm. think there would either be like 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 disney fx or whatever it would be where they would they would have their their own dfx know. yeah sure like I, they would I, have I, their adult I mean I, I mean that's that's again they'll just keep the disney name away from it. Yeah. Disney yeah. will own it, but they would keep their name away from it. They're just like they do with other things like like Brandon said with Miramax where they own it but they they don't like put it out there it's not publicized like they don't even put uh the disney logo in front of marvel movies yes that's, that's true or in front of uh, star wars movies either look i will because uh, I, I will say that i i have i have qualms with this because i'm with sparks on this one i do think that there are properties that i don't necessarily think that disney should have controlling interest in and i do believe that if disney had access to the x-men films we wouldn't have gotten a movie like logan or deadpool Right, we wouldn't. That's have. true. I don't think I, we would. I, I would, I I would agree with that. I, I think that's true. Then, then, I don't think it's true now. I think even if Disney has control of the X Men characters, we'll still get things like Deadpool. But they have. I don't to, think. I think it's an overreaction because Disney's not dumb. They saw what happened. Sure, but they would be incorporated into the MCU hands down, which means which would have to mean a reboot. 
of the X Men fran- of the X Men franchise. Which I'm um, to be fair, which is um, inevitable. I, I think which is well, inevitable. with now since we need a new Logan anyways, it it works. This would be such a now. I don't yeah. think I uh, again. This deal is not currently. The talks are not currently happening, as so right. far as we know. It's going to happen, right? Can we all we, can we all agree it's probably going to happen? Well, it has to go through the FCC first. It does have to go through the FCC first, and that the FCC has to has to say that this is this is okay because this does this does create a potential monopoly. Disney could potentially get too big, and that is something that the FCC puts in place. There are rules against doing that. The studios doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why these mergers. That's why uh, AT and T was never bought out by Time Warner because right. th- that would create that a monopoly, mm-hmm. uh, a potential monopoly. So this this does create a potential problem. The fact that they're not willing to sell the news or, the news or sports organizations does help their case, though. I don't need them. Uh, oh, yeah, they probably don't, don't need them. I think what will really happen is that this deal will get whittled down to Fox selling certain things, but they're not going to sell their entire entertainment division. No, I can see this deal. If this do- if talks do, they will definitely have the talks about the superheroes maybe not all of the nerdy franchises like alien um predator all that stuff but definitely the big name comic books like the x-men and um fantastic four because if this goes through i can easily see uh the fantastic four deadpool x-men go back to marvel and then we can see a new here, thing of the mcu here is my argument about uh, here's my my real quick argument against against this fox isn't in trouble they're, they're not they're not they're, they're they're they were very profitable this last year uh, and they are continuing to be profitable. The, the the talks started because they don't feel like they're profitable enough. So I do think, I, I hesitate to say this isn't going to happen, but I don't see it happening soon. So, so you saying that... Here's, no, sorry, you go, you go first, Mark. Look, the, the X-Men and Fantastic Four going back to Disney is an inevitability. It yes. might not happen soon. It might not have happened even regardless of this. I mean, it might not have happened with this deal, but it was always going to happen whether it was a decade from now. We've talked about this before. Inevitably, Fox will run out of its usefulness for that franchise and they the rights were going to go back to Disney. Yes, it was going to happen. Uh, I think what will really happen is the FCC is going to say you will be too powerful if you get all of the entertainment stuff, both TV and film division-wise, from Fox. And then Fox will cherry-pick out things it knows Disney wants and sell those for a nice, clean paycheck that they can profit off of. But they'll ask a lot. Yeah, And depending on where Disney's at, Disney will either do it or they won't. And that could happen. Right, because Soon. because this isn't Disney. The important thing is a lot of people talk. A lot of people have headline have made this headline of Disney is in talks by Fox. No, Fox is talking. Disney is listening, and that's why. Okay, so obviously these are both really big businesses, right? And it's yes. always about money. And this is my own takeaway. Fox, does, if they're willing to trade away all of this stuff, then it seems like they don't really care in the way that Disney cares about Marvel. And Disney would be a, almost like a better parent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you if you gave them the X Men or gave them if they bought the X Men back and all those characters, I think Disney has cares more about that that continuity and about that universe right. that they're willing to to get that because like it's, it's Fox. Here's why. Care. Here's why I made the distinction though between the the Fox is talking to Disney is because. Fox puts the money down. They say this is how much we want, and Disney side says yes or no. It's, it's like selling not, your kids, man. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things where I do think it's highly likely that that Fox asks for too much, and Disney just says no, we don't need you. I think I think that if it's whittled down to obviously the the Marvel properties and then a few other things that Disney maybe has interest in, uh, I think that Disney will go for it. 
I think they got the money. Yeah. I think they want. I think they want because the and here's back. why. Here's because Disney does have the money. We know this. Disney does have the money, and I think if it's whittled down, so it's not the price they would have to spend for the entire Fox Empire, and it's whittled down to a lower price, and they get the Marvel characters back. I do think they'll do it because the thing is, they just knocked out competition. Yeah. No. And that, that, again, the thing with the FCC, the FCC does say, you know, you. We need to have competition. We need to have a yeah. competitive market. But one, so Which, one of the, the reason why I said uh, I'm speaking solely on the what's going on now. It's likely that Fox, what it's saying, is selling all of its assets, putting saying we want this much, and Disney saying we don't need we don't need you, especially for that much. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, yeah. Because Disney has the power in the situation. Absolutely, they are not approaching Fox. No. And I think that's the biggest no, distinction that we yeah, all need. That, yes. That no. I, I I think I think all of us understood that. Um, it's it's. I think what will actually be a big factor in this is what happens with Warner Brothers over the next year. Oh. Hmm. Because because as far as the superhero market, how badly they'll want the Fox characters, if Warner Brothers is competing well enough, they'll want the Fox characters more. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. If if Justice League is a big success and it turns around and then Aquaman's huge and yeah. like they'll like, all right, we need competition for competition. Yeah, they're uh-huh. right. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And plus we know Because 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 they're gonna at least, if not uh step away from pull back on some of the characters we've been following in the MCU up to this point bringing in new characters like the X-Men and Fantastic Four would be something they'd want to do now as they're heading heading into the end of Infinity War and if Warner Brothers is putting up a good competition they'll be more likely to want to swing that big paycheck that way dude I'm just like imagining in my brain like Infinity War like Infinity War Part 2 is over right and this merger happens and the next wave happens and we lose half of the characters that we've had for 10 years right like let's just say Cap's gone Thor's gone let's just say they're all gone you bring Logan in he and they had the Logan is part of the Avengers you do the new Avengers and you have all you have your universe together and that's how you do a fresh reboot and that could happen. It could not happen. That excites me more than life itself, you guys. This is so exciting for me. But like, I don't, I don't want a monopoly. That's for sure. I don't want, I don't want a Big Brother Disney. Because we, yeah. we've already My- seen, we've already seen when Disney put out the release dates. We're like, there's no way that anyone can compete with any of these films. No. Universal, Warner Brothers, Fox, Sony. Nobody's competing with these. If they get Fox's assets, that's even worse. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, there is no competition. But. The last couple of X-Men movies, I don't think they've they've opened as big as Marvel movies, though. Am I, am no, I, they am I correct on that? Uh, no, I don't you're, know, you're I don't know the figures. They, they have not opened as well. Like, they're not opening, it, like, it, $150 million. Uh, I think they might. I don't uh, know, dude. I don't know. I don't have, so, we don't have no, the figures. Of course, of course. I'm so. just thinking. I think it I, is. My, I, we should move on to yeah. other things. But my, my big thing is that I, I'm not so concerned about the X-Men any of the Marvel stuff from Fox. Yeah. It was always going to happen. I don't really care that much when it happens, honestly. Yes. Uh, it w- it's going to happen regardless. It is always on the table. It was always going to happen. It's going to happen sometime in the next 20 years, guaranteed. Uh, who knows when, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in what else Disney's going to take from Fox and what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's and- what I want to know if, if something is to happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think until you know something else happens, this is where we stand. I mean, yeah. this is this. There's the nothing else to this because uh, to I this could arc. totally I could totally see the FCC saying you can't do this, and then Fox being like, "All right, let's whittle it down. Here's the original cuts of Star Wars, and here's all the Marvel stuff we have. Well, you know, give us this much." And Disney's like, "Uh, how about this?" And then they're like, "Fine, okay." Yeah, because right. I and would there it love is. to have the original cuts of Star Wars. 
I would love see the original Gross Java. And now that Man, yeah, original Man, Gross Man Java. Java. Well, that was a deleted scene that was never in the movie. Oh, Han so we wouldn't yeah, Han right, shooting right. first. I know. I, I I always hated that argument. I never really? understood it. No, because no, the whole point of that is that Han Solo is not a good person. Yeah, that's why he shoots first. When they both shoot at the same time, then he loses that edge factor. That's the whole point of that character. Yeah, he becomes a good person. Yeah. He's a smuggler. Yeah, he's a smuggler. You're not supposed I never to like. Cared enough. You're not supposed to like Han Solo first. You like him at the end of th- of a Return of the Jedi, but you don't like. No, he's always likable. He just becomes a good person. Yeah, yeah. I, it was whatever. I didn't mean to start that argument. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just yeah. Let's move on. Um, I think it's worth a good argument. That's all I'm saying. Disney's streaming service. Uh, oh, we got yeah. some we got some news on this one, and <coughs> boy, do I have some opinions. Some of which we won't get into. Um, so apparently, according to, I think it was Iger who said this, um, it's going to be less than Netflix. I cannot believe it. What? I can't believe it. They they at they, least at least at the start when they offer it, it's going to be less, and I can believe it because they have less content to offer. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. what he said. He said we have less content to offer, so it doesn't make sense to be more than Netflix. That's uh, that, 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 I'll I'll believe it when it happens. That especially when Netflix put eighty movies out a year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting they're very they're, yeah. solo now. Yeah, uh, but they didn't give a price point, so that's really all that is. But we did get some news. That they'll de- debut some new television shows. And again, another article that sent the internet a frenzy. Because they said they're going to debut live-action TV shows based on the following properties. Sorry, not all live-action properties. I forgot the, the, the fourth one. They will debut, te- te- be- mm, debut TV shows of Marvel, Star Wars, a live-action Star Wars series that they've been trying to get off the ground for years. Mm-hmm. Monsters, Inc., I which will be this. Pixar's first... Uh, TV show as, as far as I'm this. correct wow. Sparks first Pixar TV series no Buzz Lightyear Star Command oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, I, rem- yeah. I remember that movie in that show yeah. I remember and that. High School Musical which I, c- I think we'd all, call- all agree that's the best one <laughs> <laughs> hmm, High School Musical over Star Wars yeah that's didn't that pretty- already happen I thought Glee was a thing oh wait <laughs> oh. I guess Disney would get that with Fox wouldn't Gee, they oh, no they shit. would bring it I back forgot, around I forgot about Glee I didn't hear about the Monsters Inc. thing that's interesting yeah why did they no offense to Monsters Inc. I like that first one a lot I, I can leave that second one it's weird that that's Monsters w- University I like more that's uh, that's interesting. I'll be honest with you. I like Monsters University more because when I saw it, I was in college and I was going through the exact same emotional arc that that movie presents. Okay. okay. And it really hit me. I don't think it's a, a better movie. It's just interesting. That's the one that's getting turned into a TV show to me. Yeah. I mean, it has the most potential, but like... Or it could, be the, er- or it could yeah. be the early years of uh, Mike and Sully. Could be bridging the gap. Well, but I mean, we're not here to speculate yeah, yeah, on yeah, what that's it true. could be. Um, I, I, think, I think it might actually be something establishing the way that the... Monster World, like based around Screams, was formed. Okay, okay interesting. Oh, okay, I, I, and I I say that based off of there has been some talk from from the creators about wanting to do shorts or ideas based around that concept. Hmm. I can sure. dig it. So the Star Wars one is interesting because, like I said before, they've been trying to go Star Wars live action TV series for uh, off the ground for years. Um, the High School Musical one, we all don't care. <laughs> but um, the Marvel one got people talking because what would that mean? So I'm of the mind that the that the Marvel, Netflix, and Hulu stuff won't leave those properties, won't leave those distribution uh, properties. Yeah. Uh, because that would, I believe, would mean that they would have to end. I don't think either company wants, either Netflix or Hulu or Disney, want those shows to end. Yeah. So this would just be another TV show based off Marvel. Probably a lighter in tone one, I would, I would assume. Right. So I don't... I don't think that the Netflix stuff is leaving Netflix. I thought it they will, said it because wouldn't. they said. Well, yeah, they said. It, it, I do recall an article saying that it won't, um, but I didn't want. I didn't. I couldn't find it, so I didn't want to definitively say yeah. that. So I, I, I don't think that's true. 
And I feel like a lot of people who are saying that this article that came out talking about the TV shows says that they do say that their t- that TV programming on on other streaming services will go to uh, will go to the, 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 the Disney, Disney one. one. But I don't think that means the ones that are produced by Netflix or Hulu because I I feel like it's like ABC. Like you wouldn't move Agents of Shield. I know, I actually feel like it's like Clone Wars. They didn't move Clone Wars to Disney XD. They canceled. They had to cancel it and did Rebels. I think I think the Netflix shows because their Netflix originals are going to stay there and they'll just also appear on the Disney side because they're right. also Disney. Because yeah. why would they put why would they put Runaways on Hulu if they knew this was coming? And Disney's not a a, a mean parent. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't yeah. take away their their person who helped them get there. Do you think the show is Runaways? Uh, not Runaways. Uh, New Warriors. Could be. That was literally my thought. It absolutely was my thought. Yeah. New Warriors. Yeah. I think I think that something along the lines of Cloak and Dagger is what we're looking at. Well, new, new Warriors is new a bunch Warriors of teenage, teenage... Well, New Warriors yeah. was supposed to be on Freeform, but they put Freeform passed on it. Ooh. Okay. That, that's what I'm saying. And then I think Cloak & Dagger, honestly, if it survives that first season, will just be moved over to the streaming service. I can see that. Yeah, I honestly don't think the, Nef- the original Netflix content is going to leave Netflix, because those are Netflix originals, and Netflix is very... I did find out that Netflix doesn't actually put money into those shows. Oh, they sh- just distribute them. Oh, so that, that is an important... Oh, that's free money, then. That is yeah. an important uh, distinction to make. Then, yeah. Okay. But... Those Netflix uh, Marvel shows are some of the best, minus Iron Fist, are some of the best things of TV I've seen in the superhero genre in, a, in quite a while. Yeah. That Daredevil season one still is like, oh, yeah. it, it changed it, a lot of stuff, man. That was great. Oh, be still my beating heart. That, yeah. move, that, that season was amazing. But I keep seeing people saying that Netflix is going to get rid of the Marvel stuff because of this new Disney streaming services. And, I mean, we, we won't know until it happens, but I don't think Netflix is going to get rid of these uh, Marvel shows for no a while. Way, I don't think so. Um, I know a lot of people oh, hugely disagree. I got in a fight about this online, um, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't think it's happening. I think they'll stay. Fatty yeah. even sent me a text the other night saying, "OMG, the Net- the Marvel Netflix shows are going to be gone forever." Sad face. I'm sitting there going, "Are you sure about because that?" Because they're they're look they're popular. Yeah, and and I do believe that moving them would also mean canceling them. Yeah, would have to be would have to be canceling them, and I don't think anyone wants that to happen. No, no. What do you think, Sparks? I don't think moving means that they get canceled. I could totally see Disney moving them from Netflix to the streaming service to bring to bring people over to bring people over to their streaming service and keep the shows going because honestly the shows are going like as long as the shows are still going on people will follow that. They will. Yeah. Like especially if it's less money than Netflix That's people true. will follow it. Now, my personal opinion of the streaming service is that I think it's we're entering a slippery slope that could mean the end of the theater industry, but that's another topic altogether. Yeah, we're definitely not talking about that. No, we're not. Right. Which doesn't apply to this particular scenario. No, it doesn't. Uh, moving on, speaking of Star Wars. <laughs> we got some big Star Wars news this week. <laughs> Man, The Last Jedi is probably really the good. The Porgs are getting their own Christmas special. Hey. <gasps> I'd watch it. I would Make watch it. Make it animated. Ooh. Oh, I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, we say that, but the the, the Star Wars holiday special exists, and it's literally a piece of garbage. <sighs> yes, yeah. it does. Um, hey, it's it was a, it was a different you time. See the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. You know what? <laughs> there was this really funny tweet that Mark Hamill sent out about. And he mentions this holiday special, but he doesn't say it by name. It oh, is. Yeah. Oh, I gotta find that tweet for you guys. It's hilarious. I believe it. Right. So, as well. So they announced this, the Star Wars live action TV show is happening on the Disney streaming service. Well, they also announced. That Ryan Johnson will be spearheading and writing and directing the first of these of a new trilogy of Star Wars films that will be separate from the Skywalker saga, from the saga in general, and will, quote, introduce new characters from a corner of the galaxy that Star Wars lore has never before explored. 
Wow. All I think about is how good The Last Jedi must be for them to like him and so uh, much. This explains why he didn't do Nine. Nine, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys think Old Republic? No. That's, I think that's, that's too easy. I know. A lot of people are saying Old Republic. As much as I uh, want it, it is easy. That's oh, the, that's, that's that the is, easy guess. That is the easy guess. Especially because get. they are clear to say, we'll explore something that's never been explored before. Maybe um, it could go into some legacy stuff, like 200 years in the future where everyone's dead and it's a completely new galaxy. I would be totally into just, I'd be into legacy just stuff. go like, straight up 100 years. Like Avatars so that way, go way So that way it's not New Republic or Old Republic, so it's like... Um, like the legacy comics that Dark Horse made, or the legacy book series. Oh, the book series even yeah. further. No, but like exactly. But again, that was explored. Let's think bigger. What could this possibly? What do we think? What has not been explored that we want to see? Um, I, I don't really know. don't know. Yeah, I because I I read a lot of Star Wars comics and I've I've played a lot of games and I've read a lot of like books and like for like a long time. What about the like, creation of the Jedi? <gasps> I was just thinking that. Oh, I was talking about going like thousands of thousands like thousands of years, like even before the as old we Republic. Fa- as far as we, uh, you know, when, when, when they used to make Star Wars games and yeah. Star Wars books, the technology doesn't age that much. <laughs> no, intentionally. <laughs> Honestly, could, have, I, I can't even speculate because I really don't even know. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's a good sign because I think everyone's fear was like, are we stuck with the Skywalkers forever? Yeah. yeah. Which is not, a bad thing, I and guess. And truthfully, we don't actually know that Ray is a Skywalker. Well, I mean, but I mean, Luke is like a central, right? But I, I don't yeah. think he's making it out of this last trilogy, honestly. Yeah, I don't think so. Because he's and the bad still, guy. There's still Ben. Uh, there's still Ben. Yeah, that's true. Bad. It's still a Skywalker saga story right now. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, but I don't think this is ten, eleven, twelve. No, I don't no. think this is Old Republic. <laughs> it's one dash. No, B. they basically they basically guaranteed it's not ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole different trilogy. If they do that. it, it's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that they're being smart. I think that they won't touch a ten, eleven, twelve until another decade has passed because I think they recognize it as a generational thing. That's so cool. That's so cool because like we're gonna get another another, t- another. ten like when we're older, maybe with kids. Man, we would have we like, would have had three Star Wars trilogies in our lifetime if that's a thing. That's incredible. Yeah, that's oh, really man. incredible. That. That, that I, I personally smile. hope that this uh, new trilogy really explores uh, the mating season of the Huts. That's that's oh, the, oh, 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 oh just Nal Hutta oh. Nal Hutta stories. Oh wow, what a gross that's planet! A, oh, you go to that planet. Uh, oh, Sparks, uh, Republic. It's Sparks, gross. my friend. Why did you why did you put that image in my brain? In, oh. in, in all ser- oh, in all God. seriousness, in all seriousness, I really hope that um, I think it would be dumb to not take place before the prequel trilogy. You think so? I I do because I think they shouldn't go into the future because if they do, they're kind of curtailing what they could do down the line, and mm-hmm. I don't think they want to put a stopgap on themselves. That makes sense. That's true. That's a good point. Um, so I I think for now the future should be out because honestly, there's so much rich history in Star Wars that hasn't been done in the films that you could go so far back. There's no reason to go. F- further into the future right now yeah there's I mean, there's no reason to go ahead that like let's go back first and people have been wanting them to go back bo- to time before the prequel trilogy for a very very long time yeah i mean yeah. whether it's the whether it's the old republic or older it doesn't matter as long as it's before anakin mm-hmm. like people want it to to see stuff from before then but the creation Sh- of the jedi bad. the creation of the sith anything in that older time it's about Shmi Skywalker's grandfather. <laughs> it's about Jar Jar Binks' grandpa. Oh, it's about no. Okay, actually story. though, actually though, it's about how the humans conquered the Gungan home planet of Naboo. 
don't because that's a real thing. Because yeah, the yeah. Gung- oh. all the ruins in Naboo are Gungan. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. I don't need that story personally. I don't, yeah, I'll read a comic story. about I'm it. I'm just saying. If there's a comic, cool. I might pick it up. If but you can get I don't the, need the that. Big. What's the the uh, guy? What's his name? Uh, oh, Boss Nass. Boss, Boss Nass. Get Boss Nass in there, and I'll watch it. <laughs> you know what? It's about Jocasta New. The stupid librarian. I don't the clones. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I killed her in battle. A trilogy <laughs> of, of Jocasta New. <laughs> How she became the genetic council librarian. Part two is in college where she goes crazy. <laughs> and she becomes super, she was like fun and loving in uh, freshman year and then she became like this snarky up sticker. Well, bitch. Well, I, I didn't ask, but so initially the Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars TV show, when we first heard about it, when the first one was first started, is that it was going to be set between three and four. And that basically became Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. So, what do we think this TV show could possibly be? Oh, between s- between six and seven. Yeah, that's probably it. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's absolutely. Good. Hon- honestly, I still think that the TV show could be between three and four. Another one? Uh, because we we are following rebels, but that follows the rebel side. I think there could be a very interesting empire perspective on how the empire rose. We'll see how in, in the republic on Coruscant. We'll happened. see how Battlefront like, two plays out right after um, episode three. Like but right at six and seven. No, that's what I mean is like we get the empire's perspective. True, true that's the first true, time yeah. we're really gonna. get So that. we see the empire rise into power as they their reach extends into the outer rim. Yeah, it'd be in, it would be interesting to see kind of the stuff that we talk about. You know how how the empire the empire basically just erased all the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, how that happened? How he was able to do it so quickly to make the Jedi into myth and not and not legend? Yeah. Um, how he. You know, one of my favorite things is that, you know, he created such a, a, a galaxy of, of terror that when he was like, okay, we're an empire now, everyone, people were in the outer rim or, or, or elsewhere like, wait, I don't want to be part of the... Where did all these stormtroopers come yeah. from? Mm-hmm. Too, it's it's like living in the country, like like when the bad guys come, like oh, I didn't know this was happening. Well, remember yeah. when Shmi said uh, when um, they go to uh, now when they go to Tatooine after escaping from Coruscant, they're like, hey, there's anti-slave. The Republic has anti-slave, and Shmi's like, the Republic doesn't exist out here. No, Not but in the what I, no, but what I'm talking about is. Um, you know, there were clone battalions on all these planets because oh, they were like, yeah. oh, the Separatists can attack at any moment, so uh-huh. we need clone battalions. So they didn't know so, the war ended. No, it's not that. It's they're in, they're in, their clone battalions are stationed on these planets that are like, oh, yes, please protect us. We don't yeah. want the Separatists attacking us. Please protect us. And, oh, now we're an it's empire a long now. Con, dude. Wait, oh, I don't want to be that. Wait, where'd all these, where'd all these people <laughs> come from? The troopers from? are already there on those planets. Like, yeah. oh, time. Oh, oops. So that'd be gotcha. cool to see. It's like, wait, empire? No, we were a public. Wait, what? Why is this? Where's, I absolutely. Who's this, who's this guy? The shiny new armor. Why is he playing a blaster? Uh, like in my Dar- face? Darth Vader is a really good comic because you get it from the uh, Empire's perspective and Battlefront Two. It looks to be a really cool look at between six and seven and the growth of the first the, the first order. First order. Um, first it's, order. It's, first it's, order. Uh, um, from what I can tell, for um, Battlefront Two, it's right after Palpatine dies. Uh, j- Dude, I know. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all know. I know you know. We've talked about it before I mean, on the show. The oh, let's like, It's from the Empire's perspective, and like, if we can get more of that stuff, like, I'd totally be down for like an Empire show. Like, in the rise of the First Order. That would be yeah. pretty cool. That yeah. would be cool to see cool. how the First Order came to be. Can you not have your microphone like that? I'll point it up. Like what? It can't pick you up. Got to angle the, gotta angle the dangle. Angle of the dangle. Let me turn it off first. I I gotta we're, say we're not I'm we're not recording. We're, I'm gonna cut. No, I know, time, but I, I want to say I'm I'm really excited about Ryan Johnson. Is this yeah. better? Yeah, yeah, me too. Is this yeah. better? Yeah. Okay. I can, I can hear you now. Uh, let's get some let's get some sound so I know where to where to get it. Hello. It's mm-hmm. silence. That's what he said. All right. Well, so. 
interesting stuff all around, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, the Ryan Johnson. I'm stoked interview. that they gave it yeah. to Ryan Johnson, Dude, that's... considering that he had to turn down episode nine. Yeah. God. I just, uh, I just, eight must be great. Eight must be great. That's, <laughs> dude, seriously, like, they trust this guy so much to, like, not give him the sequel, give him an entire trilogy, a new trilogy that he's writing. Like, that dude's, he did, got something. He got did it. you guys see the behind the scenes featurette that was up on YouTube with Ryan Johnson and, and hit, like, the behind the scenes thing of him filming Star Wars? I saw nine? the picture with his big camera, his big eye camera. That's it. No, it, he was, every scene that had him in it, or every time he was talking to the camera, like a one-on-one interview, he yeah. was just so jazzed about being a director for a Star Wars. He's film. the only Star Wars movie that hasn't had behind-the-scenes controversy. Did you Did mm. you see what he tweeted out when uh, when they announced this? Uh, refresh the memory. Yeah, I, I did, but I forgot. He what said. It was. He said. He said. I mean, I know Episode Eight needed to be good, but now Episode Eight really needs to be good. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that. that's right. All right, well, let's move on. We've got a lot of comic book TV shows to talk about. Oh. All right, so first up is the Arrowverse. We've got some news on the Arrowverse. Just quick stuff. News. Uh, yeah, just real quick. Uh, Captain Cold actor Wentworth Miller will oh. be stepping down from the role permanently. Bummer. Uh, or not permanently, depending on how if they do another Prisoners season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm not... I think we're all of the same mind that we're a little disappointed of how they handled Captain Cold in recent years. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. And this is not... This is not if... if he were if you were more present on the show, I'd care more. Yeah, but he's kind of not. So, and it, it sucks that I, you know, I had to make peace with the fact that we were never going to get the rogues together a that, while that's ago. That's such a shame. Yeah, dude. it was because they were. It seemed like they were setting it up, man. We were getting all those it guys. Did they? Yeah. Like the first set, the first season, like almost every other episode was a new rogue. I'm like putting yeah. putting Captain Cold and Heatwave on the Legends. I liked their characters on Legend of Tomorrow. Same. It was the it was the the. The straw that broke the camel's back of that one. Yeah. They would never gonna. They were never gonna do the rogues because, as we saw, Legends doesn't get back the characters. Isn't what were you gonna say, Sparks? Were you gonna say something? Uh, he is one of those examples where they have drastically underutilized the character, and I don't understand why they insist on keeping some other characters. I don't care anywhere near as much about <coughs> Nate uh, around. Yeah, I've really, I've, I've kind of come around on Nate. I really liked him at first. But I'm just kind of like, man, you're just really bumbly. <laughs> I mean, just the first, I, anyone who hasn't watched it, but the first two episodes this season, the team is actually completely competent, except for him. He causes all the problems. The book. Did we talk and, about the book? And accepts no consequences. Remember the book? The stupid yeah, book. I remember. The stupid or, or the Or the second episode where he gets really drunk and then gets everyone else into trouble. Yeah, he's they're really writing that guy. He's, so he's completely incompetent and useless to the team. Yeah, I don't like him anymore. Yeah, so Wentworth Miller, but I believe that Wentworth Miller's last... Uh, last episodes will be the crossover because as we saw they also release a new crossover synopsis uh, that reads Barry and Iris's wedding brings the gang together but things go awry when villains from Earth X attack the ceremony all we've heard before so okay all of the superheroes band together with help from their superhero from their super friends like Citizen Cole yeah baby yeah the Ray Felicity Smoke Iris West and Alex Danvers to take mm-hmm. on their most formidable villains yet Earth's mightiest heroes Green Arrow Supergirl <gasps> The Flash Wait. and White Canary lead their teams into battle to save the world Earth's mightiest heroes are the, the Avengers <laughs> are they the Avengers it's the they, Avengers they really said Earth's mightiest heroes that's <laughs> some Earth's bullshit heroes. right there no that, that's trademark dude they're they're the Revengers hey oh, yeah. hey look the Avengers can say super friends <laughs> yeah, that's fine that's true Iron <laughs> Man three Ho- Happy Hogan's a super friends all out You're it's yeah. it's allowed. Um, that, that's cool. Citizen Cold, Flashpoint reference. I was about to say, yeah. uh, one more Wentworth Miller. He'll go out in style. Yeah. Go out as the good guy he should be. Well, 
I think he should always be a bad guy. Yeah. But Citizen Cold is a cool character. I'm, that, glad, that, I'm glad they found a way to incorporate him some way. Yeah. If we're not going to get Uncle Sam, I'm happy we're getting Citizen Cold. Yeah, that is a good throwback to Flashpoint. Do you think we'll get some type of, n- not an Uncle Sam cameo, but there's got to be something Uncle Sam related? We'll probably I just really get, want a guy dressed up as an, uh, right? Uncle no, Sam. We'll, no, we'll Ryan. pass by like a clothing booth and it'll be like the Star Spangled No, outfit. Ryan, you know what we'll get? We'll probably get wanted posters. I don't, ooh, that'd be cool. That's actually a good idea. They'll be like, they'll be walking around, and someone can say, "How come there's Uncle Sam wanted?" They won't Isn't even say like it. It'll just be on the background. Or they won't even say it. It'll just be. It'll be like the Stanley. Uh, it's like the green, oh, green, uh, green arrow's jacket or Green Lantern's jacket or whatever. Yeah, says. the Jordan. The Jordan. Yeah. And then you're just walking by, and there's like a wall full of wanted posters for Uncle Sam and the rest of the uh, Freedom Fighters. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh yeah, but Citizen Cold, that's a cool idea. I'm Perfect really time to, to fight more Nazis. Yeah, there I go. <laughs> fight take, some Nazis. Take that Nazi Supergirl. Pew pew. I want my Nazi scalps. Oh, <laughs> one hundred Nazi scalps. Uh, We're gonna do one thing and one thing only. That movie's killing Nazis. Anything you want to? Anything you want to add to that, Sparks? Before we move on. Um, I really like Wentworth Miller when he plays Captain Cold. I've really enjoyed him. He's one of the characters I came around on. I like that they made him a good guy, and I wanted them to do more with him. And it's a shame that. He's being tossed aside without re- achieving his full potential, kind of like John Barrowman was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just, mine. I just wanted, I just wanted the rogues to come together. I just do wanted you think, that. Do you think in like season like five or something they'll they'll finally do it? No, no, really. If they no. haven't done it now, they won't do it ever. Um, look, if they have a crisis, yeah. yeah. Because look, I mean, you got a ton of actors. It, it's cool when the trickster and and it was actually really cool when trickster and uh, and weather wizard teamed up because yeah. that that. You know, help divine like like the wizards. <laughs> yeah, but then I wanted to like get Mirror Master, and actually, I really don't like how they handle. Mirror I don't Master either. On the show. <laughs> I don't either. Um, yeah, I don't like you. Did, it's the season you didn't watch. Oh shit! All right. Um, uh, yeah, what's the rogue? Mirror Master, Captain Boomerang, which they've screwed up on the show as well. Yep. He um, showed up on Arrow. He showed oh, up on yeah, Arrow. He was an Arrow villain, wasn't he? You know, maybe I don't want the rogues together. <laughs> uh, now, that you, now that you're saying all this, <laughs> now that we're talking maybe there's about a reason it didn't happen. CW, yeah. CW's got like two rogues, right? And that's a weather... Oh, no, three rogues. You got Captain Cold, Trickster, and Weather Wizard. Heat wave. wave. Oh, okay, four. four. Heat Wave. Mom, Heat Wave. And then the rest of them... Golden Glider. Golden Glider. She's a rogue in the comics. Yeah. She is. And she has a little thing with Cisco. But then you got in the comics. Then you got all this other stuff happening, and it's like, oh, but you kind of effed up that guy. That's Maybe okay. not. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, Ryan, tell hey. us a little bit of Deadly Class. <gasps> oh my God. Tell us a little bit about Deadly Class. Guys, Deadly Class is one of my favorite comics right now. Um, it's a tattoo consideration. That's how much I love it. Oh. Uh, it's a high school of assassins. Uh, obviously, that's a very cliche thing, but it's much more in depth, and it's about uh, being a social outcast and like learning to who- be who you are. While also, people are trying to kill you. Who wrote it? Uh, Rick Remender. He's my boy. Um, Didn't you show me the first issue of that? Probably. Um, well, let me tell you why I just asked you that. Uh, yeah, baby. They've cast it. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to cry. I love this. So they've finally cast Deadly Class sci-fi? I would I, I would have been against it, but now that Happy's coming out, I think they're turning a new leaf on these comic book shows. I agree. Uh, Deadly Class will star Benedict Wong. Wong. Whoops. Yep. Benedict Wong of Doctor Strange fame. Yep. Uh, who plays Master Lin. The description reads, the headmaster of the school for the deadly arts, deadly and feared. He's an ever-changing chameleon who fe- who keeps his students desperate for his approval. That's cool. Love him. He's he's such a good choice for that. It's unbelievable. You ready for some names that I've never heard? I don't know yeah. any of these people, but looking from like the comic, what they look like, they're they're very, very good. Right. So we have uh, Marcus, the main character, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. will play, I haven't read the book, no, uh, will play Benjamin Wadsworth. An no, awkward- uh, no, Marcus is the character. Benjamin is the actor. 
I yeah, I read that wrong. I have it right <laughs> here, but I read it wrong. I have dyslexia now. Uh, Benjamin Wadsworth will play Marcus, an awkward outcast full of social anxiety, struggling to find his place in the cool, cold and brutal world of high school. Yep. Which is deadly. <laughs> Very deadly. <laughs> A lot of these descriptions of like, they're deadly. Yeah. I'm assuming because deadly class. Yes. Uh, Lana Condor. That's a cool name. Ah. We'll play Saya. 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 Uh, Maria Gabriela De Faria. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yep. We'll play Maria. Yep. Oh wait. Maria. Pl- Maria plays Maria. Maria plays Maria. Hey, well, Benedict Wong played Wong in Doctor Strange. Hey, yeah. Why sure. not? Yeah. You know what? I kind of laughed when I saw that. I was like, that was inspired casting. Luke Tenney will play Willie, a hardened gangster, but underneath is an honest and thoughtful person who would rather be reading comic books and listening to music than engaging in blood work. He's a cool guy. I love these descriptions. I'm not reading them all because of yeah. time, but yeah. like, they're cool. Uh, Liam James will play Billy, skater punk, son of a corrupt cop, and now misfit of the school. Michael Duvall, Mitch- Michel Duvall. Sure, why not? We'll play Chico. I love this description the Chico's most. Chico's the best, dude. <laughs> Scary, muscular, son of a cartel drug lord. Everyone knows not to mess with Chico. The only one who can hurt him is his girlfriend. Yeah, so Marcus uh, 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 likes Chico's girlfriend. Ooh. Ooh. Problems. High uh, school drama. With swords. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Dude, like, I'm, and Rick Remender is like, he wrote the pilot and he's taking pictures with the cast and like, he's fully involved with this. So that I have 100% faith in this. And this is one of the scarier adaptations where if they get wrong, it's really going to hurt me. Because mm-hmm. I, I effing love this book, dude. Oh, so like, everything else? No, yes. No, not, not as much. Like, it, it's not. What was the last adaptation that hurt you? I'd have to think about it. Because we've talked about it on the show before. Um, was it, oh, it was in Humans. It was in Humans oh. and Luke in, in Iron Fist. Yeah, that, uh, I, that's how bad I didn't like them because I already forgot about them. Yeah. I, I, we but like super, in a weird way, superhero stuff and like the image stuff, it's kind of different because everyone knows about Iron Man, but not everyone knows about Deadly Class. So I feel a little more special towards it. Sure, of course. In a, in a way. Uh, another book that you like. Hey, tell us a little bit about Umbrella Academy. Oh, we talked about. Oh my god, I forgot, dude. This was such a big week in news. Tell us uh, a little bit. What's uh, it about? It's about a. It's about a. It's like an angsty Gerard Way version of the X Men, um, where a rich guy, a rich alien guy, he wants to save the world, so he get, he adopts a bunch of orphans and turns them into superheroes. Cool. Really angsty. Gerard Way. Gerard Way. Uh, well, Ellen Page has been cast as. Vanya, or White Violin. That's so good. Uh, her description reads, The black sheep of her dysfunctional family, she is the only one of Reginald Hargreaves' adopted children with no supernatural abilities. A meek and insecure wallflower, Vanya struggles to find her place in the world. Does she play the violin? Probably. Okay. I'm assuming. Is that a yes? Yes. Cool. I've never read it. All right. Neither uh, have I. But with a name like White Violin, that's like that has you have to get that from something. Yeah. And finally... Tell us a little bit about The Boys. This week, dude! <laughs> the Boys is a Garth Ennis book uh, about a group of CIA uh, super enhanced people who watch over superheroes. Because in this world, uh, superheroes are the grossest, worst people on the planet. Well, they'll save you, but they'll, they're will they murderers and they're rapists and they're bad people. But because they're superheroes, nobody does anything about it. So the CIA tasks this group of people to put them in check when they need to get put in check. Well, Amazon has greenlit Hell yeah. an eight-episode season order from... Eric Kripke and Seth Rogen and uh, the other guy who's doing Preacher. I forgot his name. Uh, uh, I forget. Yeah. Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg. Yes. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg will are producing this with Eric Kripke serving as showrunner. Yep. And we know him from Supernatural and he tried to do a Dead Man TV series and I'm really upset he never did he it. He did? He did. That's awesome. On sci-fi. That's awesome. The Boys had been apparently... So, okay. So, I, I put this in here because this is actually kind of interesting. The Boys apparently has been in the works as a movie from Columbia Pictures and Paramount for the past nine years. 
And the TV series was originally set to be developed over at Cinemax in 2016. And now it's being developed at Amazon. Cool. They And now that that's over with, guys, <laughs> what do we all think of this? I know I'm the only person who's read it, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. you are. Well, I mean, like, Umbrella Academy, Deadly Class, The Boys. What do we all think? Out, what, of, all of, those, exciting? out of all of those Deadly Classes, the one I think I've read... I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's I on have... issue like 35, so it's been a long time, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Probably. But I'm excited. Like, Deadly Classes... going to watch all of these? Probably not. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey... Good. Okay. Fair. I'm going to try. I, I want to see these. I am under the banner of, if it's a good comic book show, do it. If it's a different comic book that no one has read before, like, like not a lot of people may know Deadly Class or The Boys or Umbrella Academy, bring into limelight. Make people want to read these books and find out more about these characters. I am all for it. All in. Just don't fuck it up. Yeah. I mean, F it up. Sorry. Yeah. What? All in? Yeah. I'll kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Sparks, what do you think of uh, of all this? Sparks, have you read any of these books by any chance? Just curious. If you're even there. Um, No, I have. Oh, you are there. First volume of The Boys a long time ago. Yeah. uh, And I meant to pick up the rest, but I never got around to it. It's still on my to do list. Okay, cool. The rest of them I haven't read. I'm just. I think all three. all three teams making these three books, they're all solid. Like, they're all good creative teams. So, like, it's its a its a good landscape for comic book TV shows, man. It's Right now, it's real solid. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about before that uh, the comic book TV landscape is in danger of uh, getting oversaturated before the movie landscape does. But I think putting out shows like this helps. Pretty because sure, these, are yeah. not, these are not shows that people immediately see as comic book shows. Exactly. Uh, because they're, these comics are not as well known. Yeah, these are the type of shows where it's like, oh, hey, this looks cool. And then during the opening credits, like based on the comic book series by so-and-so, and you're like, wait, this was a comic before? And then it'll yeah. spark interest to go read the comics. Like, I mean, that very rarely ever happens. But yes, that is an I ideal mean, if world. They're, if, if they're not wearing, if they're not, like, a, if they're not dressed in superhero attire, then you might not know it's a comic. Yeah. Right. Exactly. What, well, yeah. What, I mean, like happier. As someone who worked at a drink, worked in a comic book store, drink. Um, the, the idea that these shows get people into comic book stores um, I paid to be a bear no, bad bear. It doesn't, it doesn't okay. happen. I, I didn't work for the store as long as you did, but that was my biggest thing. Curious because I I was I worked there when several comic movies came out, and nobody came in for yeah. those movies. There's a, there's no. initial like maybe a couple of people, but then afterwards nobody. But came. not no, the sales they want. I am yeah. a different in a, I'm in a different camp because when these superhero movies and shows would come out, I'll be the person people would go to to We're ask all about it. In a different camp. Yeah. We're, we're all in the same. There's game. like well, the you're saying one people. thing, I'm saying another thing. So, but, but we're, we're talking we're, about regular people. Yeah, we're definitely yeah re- because what we're saying that these shows help that landscape not get oversaturated because these yeah. aren't immediately seen as comic book TV shows. That's what I am saying. And that's I dig it. Yeah. I'm so excited for Deadly Class. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. It's so fast. Like that show. Uh, that show. That comic's only been out a couple years, but like, it, it's that's that's man, it's good. Yeah, I'm so excited. Excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. I completely forgot all three. I forgot half of this news that was this week. There's a lot of things happened yeah, this week. Yeah, Ryan, your the smile on your face was so wide. Yeah. I could drive a bus through it. Yeah, we're only halfway done. Oh, I'm so oh, excited! Sh- I love it. Bloody hell! I decided to keep everything because wow. Dude, no, it's, it's good stuff. Is good. We're in a long one tonight. I put this. I lumped this all together as DC films, just in general, because ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Batson. Uh-huh. For the Shazam film has been cast. Right, cool. right. We now have Billy Batson. Cool. It's Zachary Levi. They're going to do some weird CGI. It's, it's like, crazy. It's like Chris Evans, but way crazier. Way yeah. crazy. No. Um, it's going to be Asher Angel, an actor I do not know, but he is on a Disney Channel uh, TV series. Yes. Um, he look. He looks like a kid. He looks like a smiling kid. I so we're not going to get Gary Frank's yeah. Gary Frank and Jeff Johns Shazam. No. I'm sorry. I love you, Jeff Johns, but no. I don't, <laughs> I don't want that mean Shazam. No. Neither do I. 
Um, uh, he looks like a young Zach Levi, so I'll take it. Whatever. I yeah, want. Sure. I want uh, um, young Justice Shazam. Well, that's that's the good Shazam. Yeah. It's the Shazam who acts like a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. young Justice. That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, it's the Shazam who acts like a kid. I forgot Young Justice is also coming back. Oh, ah! We haven't heard of that that in a while. No, no. I know. That's because the Warner Brothers streaming service hasn't started yet. And the DC streaming service. It's specifically a DC streaming okay, service. Let me I rephrase. That was the, happening. the DC streaming service. Oh, there's Fudge. too much going on, guys. It's important to note because there because a Warner Brothers TV streaming service would be very different. Yeah. It would. Um, that's so crazy. So yeah, so that's cool. Uh, Sparks, as as someone who's super excited for Shazam. Come on, that's got to be cool for you, right? Yes, I am happy about everything they seem to be doing with Shazam. Including, it's very much what I want. Are you in, Are you also really happy that Black Adam will apparently debut in Suicide Squad 2? <sighs> I care less about that than I do about what they do with Billy Batson. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you know how you take down Black Adam? You get a girl with a bat. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because- this is this is a rumor. Let's be clear, but yeah. it's true. Still, not. Come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously putting him there so that he can be the good guy he's meant to be. Uh, <laughs> you either live. What's the quote? What's the quote? You live long enough. What, what the, the, the reverse either, of the quote? You either live long. You either die the I, villain, or you live long enough yeah. to see yourself become the hero. Yeah, yeah, you reverse good. it. Yeah. yeah, I have that. Man, I love that. I love that movie. It's a good well, movie. They have Dark Knight, but like you, could, the reverse is also very true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's cool. It looks like Shazam is shaping up to be a pretty fun. It starts movie. filming in February, I believe. Yeah, I think, I think. so. I they were looking for an early 2019 release. I, he, wait, Shazam is filming in February, or it starts Shazam starts is filming. the next DC film filming? Okay, and that it's starts in February. 2019, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's Justice League, Aquaman, then Shazam, right? Because I yeah. thought that Suicide Squad was filming in February. I'm like, when did no. this happen? That's that's filming one year from now. I read that report. It starts filming in November. Okay. If, it, if it even if happens. It because, happens. again, by next Comic-Con, the slate could be totally whole, different. Yeah, they could just like throw darts and say, hey, what Every Comic-Con, they announce a different slate. <laughs> so weird. I can't wait to see what the world's going to be like in two weeks to see how, like... Oh, oh man. man. Seriously. Like, uh, before Justice League, after Justice League is the timeline. <laughs> I have the I have the uh, the slate of films, of the ones they've announced, the ones that were missing from that, from that slate, the original slate, and the official slate. In, like, three years... We'll go back and look at this and be like, "Wow, wow!" <laughs> I'm already looking at it, and be like, "Wow!" <laughs> oh, sorry, as we uh, as we like to be like, "Wow, wow, wow!" wow. <laughs> Sparks, have you ever done the the Owen Wilson wow? No, I have not partaken. Can you? Can you? <sighs> wow! Ah, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Wow! All right, I like wow. it. Wow! Owen has joined us. All right, well, so because I've lumped it all together, uh, the Gossam, the the Gossam. <laughs> the Gotham by Gaslight actual trailer dropped this week. Oh, I missed it. That's oh, okay. So did I. Damn. Well, there was a lot. That I don't blame you. Yeah. It looks really good. Does it have Mignola stylish art kind yes. of? Yes. Yes. That's all I wanted. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's the best they could do in okay. like a 3D animated yeah. plane um, or a 2D animated plane, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, it looks really good. Bruce Greenwood is playing Batman. Oh, sweet. Again? Yeah. Awesome, because he played him in Under the Red Hood and Young Justice, and he's playing Batman in this awesome. uh, very different Batman for him to play. I'm really looking forward to this. I am too. Uh, I hope they don't. It's rated R, so I hope they don't screw the poops. Like, oh, no. Please don't just add random sex scenes, yeah. like steampunk. I was just about to ask. I was just about to ask. This. We're not gonna get another random Batgirl Batman sex scene. No, it's gonna be no, Catwoman. It's gonna be Catwoman and Batman. I'm certain. Okay, that's Same. a little. I could pass, but I don't. No, want but a sex like scene. still. Uh, this one's rated R. I, I hope it's rated R for the violence. This could sound really bad because they kill women in this movie. No, no, no. But like, I hope it's rated R for the violence and not for the gratuitous. Uh, I don't sex random sex scene. I don't, with that girl. I don't. I haven't read Goth- Gotham by Gaslight, but I'm going to before it's this good. movie. Um, I don't. Is it super? Vi- is, I mean, obviously it's violent, but is there sex in it? I don't remember. Okay, it's, it's short. I doubt it's a it. Prestige, it's basically a prestige style yeah. format. I doubt there would be sex in it. Um. Yeah. So they. They. I mean. They've. They've expanded it because they've put in new characters that are not in the original <sighs> graphic joke. novel. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Killing yeah. Joke is rated R. Justice League Dark is rated R. I know you like Justice League Dark, but they the both those films are not critically well received. No, yeah, yeah. no, and I. I like it enough because it's it revolves around Swamp Thing. Sure, is why I like Wait, it. Wait, yeah. uh, Ryan, does Justice League Dark have a gratuitous sex scene in it? Oh yeah, John Constantine and Swamp Thing just get it all. Oh, oh I thought it was gonna be John Constantine and Zatanna, but no. never mind. That's no, new. New thing. He's into plants. No. It's really, okay. it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like a, a different type of poison ivy then. Yeah, spicy. I hope. So I hope we're. I'm not serious, by the way. I know, um, <laughs> I know you're not. I hope. I hope this is good. I'm looking forward to it because I like. I like it when they do things that aren't in their quote unquote <laughs> continuity. And it looks like the next couple of animated films are not <coughs> in this continuity. I'm cool with it. Did you want to say something, Sparks? <laughs> My God. <laughs> No, I just had to sneeze. I'm sorry. Bless okay. you. Batman Gotham by Gaslight blesses you. <laughs> Batman, I pardon you. Yeah. <laughs> of life. your life. <laughs> um, what Dude, that, I just, that'd be a funny priest character, like a priest killer. I pardon you of your life. And he stabs you. There, have you ever seen Dead Alive? Yes. I kick ass for the Lord. Uh, just remake it and make that be Dead of a Tenant. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you never seen Dead Alive? No, but it's, there's a priest in there whose who's, who's line is legitimately, yeah. I kick ass for uh, the Lord. You got me. It's Peter Jack, one of Peter Jackson's first movies. It came out in the early 90s, and uh-huh. it's an Evil Dead type movie where it's super gory and about zombies. It's I'm really listening. weird. It's awesome, dude. I kick ass for the Lord. Yeah. All right, well... Let's get into some more news. Please. Wow. We still got to talk about Stranger Things. Yeah, we do. What time is it right now? So comic books saw a huge shakeup. This is the biggest news in comics maybe ever. (laughs) Maybe ever. Oh, my God. So Since like Image was created. Brian Michael Bendis. Oh, shit. Marvel superstar. 17 years exclusive. 17 years exclusive. Has been writing Marvel Comics, Ultimate Spider-Man, been writing Miles Morales since inception of the character. He wrote Jessica C- Jones since inception of the character. Well, because he created. He yeah, created Miles. both of them. Yes, right. He wrote Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Well, dude, he not, that's one of a dozen stories he's written. He, do you, I mean, the list of stories he has written for Marvel is insurmountable. He, you can't You can't say it all. The, you just can't. One of the My favorite like, comic series. My favorite, his favorite comic series. Uh, he invented the Max line. Jessica Jones was the first uh, Marvel he Max line. I didn't, line. I didn't realize yes. he was the first one. He was the first Max title. Jessica Jones, alias. So... This Marvel superstar has signed an exclusive contract with DC Comics. Exclusive multi-year, multi-faceted, which means movies and television, too. Oh, man. This is... My God. I I don't even know what... This is insane. This is something I never thought would happen. This news in the comic world is like an atom bomb being dropped. My brain is like... like, I'm trying to imagine what DC is going to look like in a couple years, and I can't because he's such a different person than DC. Who sent the text in the group? Was it Sparks or was it you, Brandon? It was Ryan. It was Ryan. Ryan. Okay, when Ryan sent that text, I actually exclaimed loudly in my room when I saw that. Now, now please, guys. Nobody loves Brian Michael Bendis more than Spark Plug Wicked Witty. No. Say something, Sparks, for the love of God. I am tremendously sad that I am not going to see Miles Morales written by Bendis anymore and that I am not going to get any more of his take on Marvel characters or Jessica Jones. Um, It truly to me feels like even though the ultimate line had ended, I never felt like the ultimate Spider-Man story that I'd been following so for all the years since it started, because it was one of my favorite lines, I never felt like it ended because Miles was still going with Bendis leading him. And now that's over and it's horrible. I'm I'm really half of my pull list are Bendis books. He writes Iron Man, he writes Defenders, uh he writes Jessica Jones, uh he writes Spider Man. All those books are right. the, the thing I'm worried about is 
other people taking on the characters he's created because he's been the solo voice for him, and that's my biggest fear. So that's the so that's the thing. That's the that's the flip side of this excitement. Yeah, is that we are losing him on Jessica Jones, a character that he has created. Nobody else has written Jessica outside of team uh, as far as team books. Yeah, but he has been he has written Jessica, and Jessica is very much his character. Miles is the same thing. He will not write those characters anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to say, oh, they'll just cancel them. No, they no, won't. No, he wouldn't want that either. They no, gotta, he won't. They gotta live on, dude. Yeah. And so it's that is hard. I am very interested Aaron in what Jessica he'll Jones. do. I am very interested in what he'll do at DC, and I fully support why he decided to switch. But it's still quite a blow as a avid fan of his work at Marvel. I remember years ago you and I talked about. How much we, this is the New 52 era stuff, how much we thought that it would be great if Bendis wrote Superman. Yes. And uh, so that leads me to my question, just to kind of wrap this up, what do we want to see him do? Do we want to, let's uh, ask two two-pronged question. One, uh, what characters do we want him to uh, to take on? And do you think he'll create a character as beloved as Miles or Jessica? Okay, it's, that's a that's that's a multi-year, multifaceted question. Mm -hmm. um, like his contract. Yeah. Um, I, I, who knows if he's gonna create a new character? I think he's gonna wanna get in there and just write the original characters before before creating his own thing. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't know. Do you give Bendis Justice League or do you give him something small? Like, as he likes to write small books. I, I have no idea what he's gonna do because on Twitter he has he has a, a collection of every DC book every character that he's researching for I have no idea what he could do I want him personally to do Justice League because right now Justice League is not where I want it to be I want it to be even with Christopher Priest is he oh he's on it now right yeah no you know what I haven't actually heard about that comic in a little while no. oh they're tying the metal that's yeah. why um, he's great on Deathstroke I haven't read his Justice League stuff but uh, I think he needs oh his run hasn't started hasn't started yet no because they're doing the cross, the metal crossover, and then Christopher Priest, okay. Priest is on board. Um, Sorry, I put him on Justice League. Yeah. He 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 does the best team dynamic. He knows how to write characters better than almost anyone. Yeah, Sparks. What about I you? don't, I don't think he should start at Justice League. I think he should start because he's new to it at somewhere else. Where, where do you think? I don't. Back I back. don't have a preference where. Uh, I I speculated that you said that they were looking to have uh, Capullo. Uh, go on to Wonder Woman. They yeah. wanted Capullo on Wonder Woman. Yeah, I speculated that maybe they want Bendis and Capullo on Wonder Woman. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. that'd be pretty great. I'd like to see that. Yeah, uh, I think the rumor is also Scott Snyder though for Wonder Woman. So yeah. we'll see though. But well, yeah, I think yeah. Capullo put that one up. Be like, what do you want to see Snyder and I do? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe DC might just want him on Wonder Woman. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, but I would like to see Bendis on Wonder Woman or Superman. I, I've said before, I think Bendis would write a great Superman. Uh, also, I think he could write an incredible saga for Green Lantern. Like another character. I, I was going to say, I, I feel like I, I have a strong feeling he might wind up at Green Lantern. I could see it, yeah. Man, I picked that up. I would pick that up in a heartbeat. I think his Guardians run is hit or miss, but I think it started really strong, and I think he does space stuff really good. Yeah. Yeah. This is he. He really could literally write anyone. He spent twenty years at Marvel. He wrote every single character. Like he's good at it. Yeah. So like I, he could really do anyone. And I'd be happy about it. What about you, Ben? I want him to see Superman uh, write Superman Wonder Woman, off the bat. I want it uh, for some reason. Um, after reading him, him Spider Man, I haven't read Secret Invasion yet, but I can't. But it's in my oh that book from twelve years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You mean Secret Secret Wars? Yeah, no. I haven't read Secret Wars either. Well, that's Hickman. 
Sorry, I don't know why I said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I was about to say because Secret no, Secret War was Bendis. Yeah, the reason why I, the reason why I bought Secret Invasion from Long Beach Comic Con is because it had Bendis's name on it. There you go. That's yeah. why I bought it. Um, I I want him to see what he can do with Superman, and I also I haven't been reading Wonder Woman, but I want him to see to see what he can do with Wonder Woman. I just feel that he can write her in an amazing way. I'm of two minds about the Superman one because I do like what Jurgens and Tomasi are doing with Superman mm-hmm. when they write it, and that's not fill-in writers and yep. artists, yeah. <laughs> um, which really bugs me. We have four that's, issues that, of filler. That's why I'm not saying I want him on Superman right now. Yeah. But uh, there was a time where I thought he was he he was a really good choice for Superman. I do think so still. Yeah. But... I still want to see him do Superman, but right now I'm not concerned about Superman. Sure, yeah. I'd like to see Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's kind of, look, what's I like the, What's Jerry the weakest Robinson. of the big books, to be honest? What is the weakest one, then? It, 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 just hypothetically, uh, like, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. Blue Beetle. I want to <laughs> see him come Dude. back with a good idea for Blue Hell Beetle. Yeah. And oh. Booster Gold. Blue Beetle Booster and Gold. Booster Gold Blue by Gold. Bendis. Ooh. That would be really There's good. Those, are, those are flat That's the where shelves. I want him to start. I want him to do a one-year story with Blue, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Booster Gold has been uh, largely uh, absent from Rebirth. So yeah. that'd be pretty great. And to answer you, the second part of your question, Brandon, I think he will, but it's going to be down the line. It's not going to. His first book isn't going to be a completely new character. I think he's going to create a new character somewhere in the middle of his tenure, after he gets um he settles in a little bit, and then he'll either. <laughs> Um, create a brand spanking new character, or he'll revive someone like Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, and th- or wh- some other random DC character that hasn't seen the light of day. Wait, since are you talking God about what, Sparks? Are you talking about uh, Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, or Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle? Ted Jaime Cord. Reyes. Oh, you want okay? Oh. Okay. He could bring back Ted Cord. Who knows? No, because, Ted- and I say this because a big big factor for Bendis is he's trying he wants more diversity. Oh, you know, I, I honestly didn't even think about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah that's that that's smart. That's a cool yeah. idea. Um. I forgot what I was gonna say. So you go ahead. Yeah, man, this is crazy. This 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 really shook up the comic book world. Uh, people are really excited about this. And tr- truthfully, yeah, I'm, look, we're sad to see him leave Marvel. I'm devastated that Invincible Iron Man. His his doom is the is besides Hickman is my favorite doom. He writes him better I, than anyone. It's it's. I think what's tough is that I just lost another big reason for to be reading Marvel Comics right now because I favor DC Comics currently. So do I, and that's never been in my entire and life. And now you right, really same, favor. Same. And, yeah, and now half my list is going to be gone more, and I'm like, I don't know if I care about these new writers enough to give them the chance in all these books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel yeah. you. Because there's a lot of new talent coming into Marvel, which and like Don, Donny Cates, who was the God Country author, mm-hmm. he's doing Thanos and Doctor Strange, and those books look awesome. But then like, uh, there's a bunch of other books I'm not really... Yeah. All right, well, shall we move on to the next comic book news? Sure. Yeah. Not as big. We started with the big one, uh, so here's the not as big. Netflix is going to publish its first comic book. Coming in spring 2018. This is the Miller stuff? Miller. So Miller did promise to have some announcements when Miller World was bought by Netflix, and he had one. So they're going to come out with a book from Mark Millar uh, with uh, Olivier... Olivier Copiel? Copel. Copel? Copiel. Copiel, whatever. Um, It's French. We'll be doing a book called The Magic Order, which is described as magic meets the mob. The story follows a group of five magical families, all con- all consisting of sorcerers, magicians, and wizards who are sworn to protect our world for generations. By day, they live among us as our neighbors, friends, and co-workers, but by night, they are the sorcerers 
uh, magicians and wizards that protect us from the forces of darkness unless the darkness gets them first. It sounds like Kingsmen, but with mobsters. Yeah. That sounds all cool to me. I don't think I've ever seen mobsters with magic before. So that's super cool. And Netflix will will, will fund this book and publish it and put it out. I think that's rad. Uh, Miller World, uh, normally it is Image. I uh, cannot wait for the Netflix side of Diamond Previews. Interesting. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dude, wh- holy crap. What if they get into like all of these? like? You know this is becoming a show. No, no, I do. What I mean is like, imagine Netflix makes like a Daredevil comic book that's solely based off that. Kind of like how Flash has season zero or whatever. Oh, I don't think they can. Oh, no? Because Flash Season Zero was published by DC. Oh, okay. But you know what I mean? Like, it would be cool. And I think Kick-Ass... Oh. Icon. Icon, right? Because that's... They're, they're, yeah. Dude, what if they freaking made, like, Rated R Daredevil Season th- 2.5? That'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be mm, interesting. They, oh, dude, this is the future. Because Miller, Miller World has to deal with Icon. This could happen. It's good. That's um, super cool. Well, to continue, Mark Millar uh, was quoted saying, we wanted to make a splash with our first book for Netflix, and this is it. I love dark fantasy, and there's an enormous gap in the market uh, for something like this. So that's cool. That's cool. I've really liked what Mark Millar has been doing lately. I uh, can't wait for that reborn TV series or movie or whatever he's going to do because everything gets adapted into a movie that he's done, yeah. and uh, this will be a TV show in no time. Dude, Reborn is super, super high. Greg Capullo, high fantasy. So, like, that's a big old budget. I'm waiting for that trade, man. The hardcover's yeah. way too expensive. It's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, this is kind of cool. What do we all think about this? I'm down. Magic Mobsters, baby. Yeah. Same here. Magic Mobsters. That's something I've never heard done before, so let's do it. Sparks, you've been you silent. never Dumbledore before? What? I, oh, my God. I could have said done before. <laughs> no, Did no, I say no, Dumbledore? No, 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 I'm making a joke. Okay. Would, okay. would you say that you're personally familiar with Dumbledore? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yes, I am very personally familiar with with Professor Albus Dumbledore. Let's Dumble don't. That's his, that's kind of dirty. What's his what is what's his middle name? Phineas. Actually, I don't know his middle name. Did they even? I know say? Wolfric Brian. Oh, isn't it like something stupid long? Albus Percival Wolfric. No, Albus Percival. It's I know Percival, Wolfric, and Brian are three of them, and I think there's like four or five. Holy shit. This is not a tangent. Did, they actually, did they actually say his full name in, in, the, in, the, in the fifth book? Yeah. Oh, in the fifth book. And the fifth movie. I forget um, the fifth book a lot. That's actually my favorite book. Or, is that Order? Yeah. Order Phoenix, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, it's my favorite movie, but not my favorite book, oddly enough. It's the longest book, right? It's the longest one, yeah. yeah. It's a long book. Anyway, so it's going to drop with six issues. Uh, the first one out in spring 2018. Cool. Cool. Cool stuff. This is really, really interesting about Netflix making a comic. Like, that's... It's cool. Is there a market they don't own yet? Or they haven't had their uh, yeah. hand in, at least. Can you imagine if, like, on the TV, they put, like, the comic book, but oh. not a motion comic. It's just, like, how Comixology does it, but oh, you're yeah, just, just scrolling through <laughs> with your controller. Hey, man, old Marvel video games did that, where they would put, like, in, like, the Spider-Man games and stuff. Like, you can, like, read yeah, comics. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah and it's just, you turn the page. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Uh, well, anyway, speaking of Marvel, thank you for that. Uh, yep. X-Men Red... A new this Marvel is book. Cool. That will feature Jean Grey. The original Jean Grey is coming back, as we know from the Return to Jean Grey miniseries that's dropping a, weekly. A Team Grey. Which is weird. Uh, this one will be a new X Men book titled X Men Red, written by Tom Taylor and Mahmoud Asrar. Mahmoud. Uh, uh, I know the first word's Mahmoud. Mahmoud. Yeah. That dude is super talented. He's done some DC stuff. He's not the guy who got fired. No, no, no! That guy is the What's editor. His name again? I don't. I don't even care. Don't, no, 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 don't no, care. The artist who put in the French. No, the artist who in the, on X Men Gold. Oh, I, I, I forget his name. The one, the one who the did one the, who yeah, did the racist it's, stuff. It's not that guy. Yeah, don't know. Don't care. No, I, for, I forgot his name. Uh, no. The new series will feature new uniforms, a new team headquarters, new characters, yep. and a surprise villain. That's all we know. 
Um, so we got a cover that looks pretty cool. Everyone knows Tom Taylor writes Injustice, uh, but he's done very, very much. He's done all, all new, new X-Men. Only Wolverine. Only Wolverine, excuse me. And he also did uh, not as well-received Superior Iron Man, uh, which I give a pass because I'm a show. Um, but Tom Taylor's a really good writer. Mm-hmm. And if this is kind of like, maybe like more of an anti-hero kind of thing, maybe? That'd be interesting. It seems like it. So Jean Grey, uh, her costume looks very 90s. Uh, going back to the X Men properties are are very steeped in their nineties or in their nineties uh, aesthetic. Uh, aesthetic because that's what sold really well and to their credit selling again um, the X Men books are doing pretty well right now um, this one it looks like she's keeping her Phoenix powers it looks mm-hmm. like she'll be Phoenix still uh, because it's she's on fire essentially in this she looks a little bit like Starfire yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. she's got red red skin and fire around her and Mahmoud Asar's art is beautiful dude. yeah he's some beautiful guts you gonna pick this up. Absolutely, yeah. Ben, no, okay. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean, I stop. I I'm gonna pick up the the rest of X Men Blue and Trade, but I'm really enjoying X Men Gold. Um, I'm not gonna pick up Weapon X and Trade because it's four issues or seventeen ninety nine. You can go f yourself, Marvel. What about Weapon H? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Really? <laughs> all right. Four issues for a trade or seventeen ninety nine. Dude, it, they're getting all the trades are like eighteen bucks now. It's awful. We'll talk yeah. about it off air, but yeah. there's a reason. Um, last thing. Wow, I'm out of breath. The last bit of news. Here we go. Dark Universe. Oh. oh. Alex Kurtzman and Chris Morgan have left the Dark Universe. Do I care? I mean, I'm I'm bummed because I yeah I, I care I, I care yeah because I'm, this is this is the opposite of the things we've seen from Warner Brothers up until recently, where they were like, "Hey, that didn't work. Let's get rid of the people responsible for why that didn't work." That's true. That's true. But this does put the Dark Universe in severe limbo. It does. So does this mean that Frankenstein movie is just not happening now? It looks kind of like it. I don't know. It uh, bums me out. There. It looks unlikely at this point. Because that's the one I, I mean, The Mummy, give or take, whatever, but that Frankenstein. I think, I, think, I think if Bill Condon's as passionate about it as he seems to be, they'll still circle back around to this idea, but it might take a little longer. And honestly, nobody wanted them to keep going with the Dark Universe if Kurtzman was still attached to it. So it's best that they... They don't have that happening. Yeah, CBS because there's a better. The there is a better chance for good films now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. CBS, take take a cue. Yeah, because no. this is why I break up CBS. Uh, Kurtzman deal with Universal lapsed in September, uh, and he is now instead focusing on television for CBS. Wow! They, didn't they? Uh, sorry, not, they announced an all a new CBS all at. We didn't. Uh, they announced that the Twilight Zone is going to be on CBS All Access. Oh, that was last Jordan week. Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah. That's some cool news about CBS All Access. Produced by Alex Kirsten. That's the only, that actually might make Well, actually, good. I don't think that is produced by Alex Kirsten. I was just no. making a joke. Uh, Chris Morgan, however, is returning to the Fast and the Furious franchise, so he is staying with Universal Studios, um, and he is scripting uh, the spinoff starring Dwayne Johnson and, the, and uh, I almost said The Rock. <laughs> Jason not, Statham. Not Tyrese Kissam. And uh, Jason Statham. So, yeah, so this does put the Dark Universe in, in more of a limbo than it was before, uh, but it is nice to see that, you know, if it doesn't work, get rid of it, try again. Yeah. Yep. I guess, yeah. Um, I mean, you look at Warner Brothers and, like, they, they do Man of Steel and they do BVS. I'm like, all right, we just keep going, just keep on going, we're keep on trucking. We're here, they're like, nope, dead stop. Yeah. I'm like, I, I guess that's, that's the, the best business approach. But, like, I was really excited to see what Bill Condon was going to do with that Brighter Frankenstein movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, to rephrase earlier, I don't care much about um, Kurtzman because that movie movie was just bleh. And all the Star Trek films he wrote. Even 09? I, look, 09's fine. I just, it's fine. Whatever. Okay. But now I'm 
one, like what you're saying, now we're hopeful. Like, okay, this did not work. Universal saw doesn't work, and they're like, okay, we need to make this work. So the guy who doesn't make it work, go. Yeah, and they are they are saying really this is, it looks like it's just con- he, they didn't renew his contract. His contract was just up. Okay, and obviously he cares so much about it to fight for that contract, right? And yeah, he even totally. said he even said he was unsure. Uh, if he'd come back prior, he was unsure if he if he'd still be involved. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> wow. I think there I think there is more hope right now than there could have been otherwise. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a bit of a double edged sword, but hey, if, if they're riding the ship now, good on them. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about Ben Affleck, it's Batman. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a joke. I don't care. No, no more. No more. No more news. I'm out of breath. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. <laughs> Spoilers for Stranger Things. We've been telling you for two weeks. Have you, have you, if you haven't watched it, uh, it's your fault. Um, I blame you. So Stranger Things 2. What do we all think? Let's get some initial thoughts. Come on, guys. Go, Sparks. I want you to go first because I want to see your face. Uh, okay. Um, I did not think that it was better than season one. Yeah. But I did still think it was comparable and good. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Is I it better than season one? No. Okay. It was still amazing. It was on par with season one. It was not better. It would, it, like, okay. So season one is like really, really high. And then Stranger Things season two is just like, they can't li- see that. It's a little, it overlaps it just a little bit, but it doesn't completely pass it or match up to it. Okay. I don't think season two even comes close to season one. I liked it. It's fine. Yeah. But season one, I truly feel like season one is as close to a television masterpiece as you can get. I mm-hmm. agree with that. Season two has stumbles, and it, it look they it call does. it, it they call it a sequel and not a se- and not a second season because they literally just it call it like it. things it too. Feels like it a does sequel. feel like it. Yeah, yeah. And with that comes the pitfalls of sequels. I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I feel like the oh let's just get it started. Yeah. Uh, I feel like probably the the biggest stumble was episode eight. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I, I think mean, the whole internet is basically. Do you mean episode seven? Is it? No, it's a nine episode season. I mean the one just before the finale. Okay. The one with eight. Yeah, that's seven. That's that's episode seven. What's eight? Eight, eight is like when they eight, go to eight, hospital. Eight is stuff. eight is when eight is when they're interrogating Will. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that for briefly. Actually, oh, with I, the, I like that scene though. Um, although, how funny would it have been if that's if um, episode eight was actually episode seven and they had episode eight as episode eight because of the girl? That's with what eight. I. That's I think that's why it. it oh, why didn't they my, do that? Actually, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter that, where they. That are. That is a missed opportunty. Yeah, and they could just that's said where I thought my brain. Was and they could just there. said chapter eight, eight, and just put the number eight. Yeah. So uh, I think that was the biggest stumble uh, of the season. I, I agree. I, for the most part, I can, those wacky characters, I can get rid of most of them, but I, I legitimately liked eight still. I, I like, the stuff- I like the character. I just yeah. feel like it's, it, it just kind of went in a, if it, I, I feel like the direction they wanted to go in was necessary to go to, for branching it's out just, into the They wanted season. to show it, it's going to get much bigger and right. stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but I just don't feel like they handled it as well as they could have, because I feel like the show is at its best when it's small and it's working in the small town, dealing with the things. I didn't even care that the villain is bigger this time, because I thought that was, I thought that the, that the shadow monster, I'm not calling it the mind flare. The shadow monster was really cool. Yeah. I wasn't even going to correct you. You Damn. always did yesterday. Mind Shut flare. up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what it, but, um, but for the most part, so the story revolves around um, Will is having flashes of this post-traumatic upside-down disorder. Yeah, yeah, is what they think it is. He he's having flashes. P-tud. Call it P-tud. Well, when he's happening. He's having flashes of the upside-down, and some creature is trying to find him and eventually does possess him, and that's kind of where the meat of the story comes in. So like, what do we all think of this of this new creature? 
Um, the Mind Flare or the Shadow Monster. Shadow Monster, Mind Flare, whatever it is. I really like it because I like how they're still pulling from the Dungeons and Dragons influence and calling it the Mind Flare. But also, I really like it because there's this just, just giant shadow monster. We still don't clearly Love see the its, design. Yeah, we don't clearly see its face. We never clearly Doesn't see its face. face. Like the Demogorgon. Like we only we saw the Demogorgon, and in season one, very quick flashes. Not until even the very end of the season where we see a full view, not quick like little flashes like when it gets barb. So we still don't know what this monster looks like. Just a rough outline of it. No, and I think we know what this monster looks like. It looks like that because uh, that that I don't, because I don't think it has a, a, has, a. It's just like a shadow. It doesn't have features. Thick. It just it's just a it's just a lanky, whip wobbly thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's almost like like nano machines, but like just like smoke. It's like a smoke monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the design of this thing. Yeah, I thought so it, I. it was really cool. Um, going back to the Dungeons and Dragons influence, I speculated. Um, I, it's all speculation. I actually would prefer the show not to dive into this into the story because I feel like the show is better when it doesn't give us answers to certain things, like what is the upside down exactly, mm-hmm. or what lives there, or whatever. Um, is I, I feel like the mind flare, or the shadow monster, it arrived when we first see it in the swirling sky and the and this what looked like a looked like a, a, a devil's anus and <laughs> uh, yellow and uh, orange lightning coming down and we see will looking at that storm and it looks like something is arriving from there and i feel like that was it arriving in the upside down i mean i could be wrong and honestly i don't want them to tell me so um when season one ended and they talked about they're gonna do a second season we were talking about if we wanted it, if we wanted it to be a sequel, or I wanted it to be an anthology series. That's what I thought originally. I think a lot of people were speculating it was going to be because, like, how do you make a sequel? Would you guys have preferred them to do something else, or because what they did here, they open, they opened the lore, but it wasn't as good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would you have been? Would you have accepted if they just did a Twilight Zone thing where it was different? Because like what we got, it it kind of opens the world, but maybe I don't like it as much now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I feel like I like the world more when it's smaller. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't know if I would have liked an anthology series also because I would have liked because there's a lot in the season I do I, I no, love. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Hopper and Eleven's relationship is so wonderful. The scene where they fight, uh, that made me cry, dude. Well, that, yeah, like, that's that awful. tugged in my heart. And also, I was really happy to see that we finally get some relationship stuff between Will and Mike because they're the closer friends of the group in Aww. season one and they don't, uh, they, they have no screen time together for the most part uh, mm-hmm. outside of the beginning. So it was really cool to see them together uh, as those friends. All that's... Yeah. <sighs> Because like these kids are dealing with end of the world scenarios, but they're also like fourteen and dealing with like oh, I, there's this new friend in the group and like I've been replaced and it hurts and I'm like that's such it's it's a good melding of, of that stuff. All the stuff when they're together, I really liked. Yeah, they're also well, dealing with the fact that they dressed up for Halloween, and no one else did. That was funny. That was uh, yeah, your nightmare. Sparks, what do you think about what do you what do you think about what we've what we've just touched on the mind flare, the shadow monster, whatever it's called. What do you what do you got? Um, I. Obviously, would have been fine with this if they'd gone anthology series. Though I think I prefer following these characters rather than switching to new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that what else? What else? What do you think did? of the mind flare or the shadow monster? Or the I mean, what el- what am I supposed to think of it? It's it's a freaking shadow monster. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot I can think about it. I don't know anything about it. So it's a formless evil it, monster. It looks like if my if my speculation is correct, it looks like the uh, the upside down is just filled with lots of things that have flowers for faces. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an organic kind of place. Because the Demodogs, Swamp Thing loves it. Yeah, because the Demodogs, I don't think are the Demogorgons. They're not. I don't think so. Um, I think they're, I think they are they're different. I don't think so because the Demogorgon never had a tail. 
No, well, you remember when uh, um, Dart grew to, to grow his hind legs? His tail got shorter. So I'm, th- one. I'm thinking eventually them, that when these like, demo like, like no, these are like the did. youngling like the young the the that's they like, killed younglings. But I think we see them full grown. I think those are the full grown. No, I think so too. I don't think so. I think the demogorgon is a full grown demogorgon. It's just like okay, because the demo the demogorgon. No, has but we see the dem- we we notice in season one there's an egg that we speculate is the demogorgon egg. The the that the, the demogorgon came from an egg, and that egg is very big to have a. Little slug. I made, okay. I made a, Maybe I'm wrong. I made a I don't like know. Uh, like a reference to the Alien franchise where when so did Honest Trailers. Oh yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't watch the Honest Trailers uh, uh, season uh, season one for Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, says that the demodogs remind uh, look like um, the aliens from Aliens. Yeah. So like if 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 the facehugger attacks as a human, it's gonna look humanoid. If it attaches to a dog, it's gonna be a dog xenomorph. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine. That these are just different. This is a different species. So They're, you think there's a demogorgon walking around with the with the dog on a leash? Heck yeah, dude! It's a gross vine <laughs> leash. <laughs> yeah, I think they're I think they're of like the same like family, but I think they're different. Okay, so I, I could be wrong. Yeah, that's I mean that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, honestly, I like that we don't know. Yeah, because exactly. there's the thing I liked Wait about season, season one. <laughs> that's the thing I like about season one we don't know everything we don't have all the answers also I kind of like the last shot of um, season two man that last shot is awesome so it's the, it's the kids at the snowball which the is dance. the cutest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life which is, which is the the internet is very upset by it which is the really? most <laughs> the kiss between uh, Max and Oh, Max uh, and Lucas yeah the oh, internet is not com- happy with it I saw Why? it coming from a mile away no 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 the internet okay so I watched Beyond Stranger Things and uh-huh. I so Beyond Stranger Things Beyond the fact that I don't think a Netflix show should have an after show. Yeah. Um, they, Max, the actress who plays Max said that uh, she didn't know they were going to do the kiss and it was a joke that the Duffer brothers were like, are you ready for the kiss? And she got really stressed out. Like, no, there's no kiss not in the script. And, then, and so they had to do it. So the internet is like, how dare a grown man force a little girl to do a kiss on screen? Okay. <laughs> That's, yeah. If oh. out of context, if I'm just watching the show, I thought it was cute. I did too. Yeah. So did so did I. I thought it was because yeah. I was like, okay, because I saw those two getting close. Because obviously Dustin and Lucas both had feelings for her, and then she went. I like Dustin a lot in the season. So do I. <laughs> I. I cannot do that to save my life. It's hard. But I'm um, the last shot I'm talking Apparently about. Apparently came from Chewbacca. Watched Beyond Stranger Things. <laughs> I okay. you learned a lot of shit like okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but how the camera pull, pull there? It's them dancing. It's all cute. It has a, a shot of school. It goes down. It literally turns upside down. And we see the shadow monster over the school. I'm thinking it still wants Will. And again, it knows where Will it is. Do- it doesn't. Beyond doesn't. Stranger Things. Watch oh, it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Beyond Stranger Things. Tells- F you, Beyond Stranger Things. Stop ruining my theories. It damn tells it. you that it wants Eleven. Oh. It's she watching, destroyed it? It's watching Eleven uh, because it's yeah. mad that Eleven took. Closed the portal. Uh, closed okay. the portal. Yeah, that it makes sense. It used to be business. Now it's personal. Yeah. Oh, so, it lo- so also, I got I to gotta say. Uh, the auditorium and the upside down is decorated, so you gotta wonder who's decorating the auditorium and the upside down. There's just some demigod going, "I hate doing this shit." <laughs> <laughs> well, remember the upside down is a parallel dimension of what happens here. So. But it's, but it's, That's, but it's. So maybe we did it. How does it? How does maybe it, whatever does happens in our happen? world, like whatever gets decorated, they, it's, it's still it's happens. It's a weird, it's weird just, thing. Um, it's, it's just decomposed. It's, I don't I'm freaking just, know. It's funny. I'm just, it's a joke. You're getting way too heated about this. It's a joke. Um, <gasps> I have not been this passionate in a very long time. No, you were just pa- this passionate last night. Uh, oh! oh. <laughs> My back still hurts. That's later. <laughs> My back still hurts. <laughs> um, how do you guys think about Max? I like Max a lot. I like Max a lot. I do. I enjoy Max quite a bit. I like her little rebel-ishness. Also, I like how she's, she, she's mad. She's mad. I'm Max, a little yeah. mad at the show. Why? With Max. Because it, 
between her stepbrother and her, it it the show almost sets up a bigger reveal than what is actually it. What do you mean? Because the show kind of like you know we're. It's your fault that we're here. It's your fault that we're here. So you're just kind of like, what's what's happening? What's, oh, what are these guys? Oh, and so the show kind of like leads you to believe there's something bigger than they're just they're I, just stepbrothers. They're I, just step see, like, I, it, I, like it truly was Maxine's Max's fault that no, her like there's something more supernatural about it. Like there, I didn't get that. I thought I I didn't get that. I, I would just thought it was like like something happened in the family. You're the reason we're here. I don't think there's anything more. Than yeah, that. I thought maybe so, I just don't trust the show. Yeah, I maybe. thought so, I figured that something that some shit went down back in Cali, and then they said F it, we're moving to Basically, Indiana. Yeah. Because they're both they're both they're both troublemakers. How'd you like the Red Ranger? How'd you like the Red Ranger, Sparks? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, he's awful. <laughs> he's terrible. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's really garbage. really handsome. That mullet Look, when baby. He, when when they first showed Max and her stepbrother, I thought that they were going to go somewhere with like, and I kind of still wish they had done this. That uh, they they didn't have parents anymore. Oh, I thought it was just oh. going to be the two of them. You know, I did think I did suspect that as well, which I felt explained their relationship a little better. So, did you not like the stuff with like the the reveal with like the, the dad being like super mean to Billy, which is the reason he's mean and blah blah blah? No, I mean, like I get it, I get that that's the thing, but I didn't. It's not that I just felt that it would have been more interesting if something more serious had happened to them, yeah, and that they were kind of all they had, but in a like way where they don't actually really like each other. I think that's going to be next season. Kind of like how Steve progresses as a character. I think if they do season three, I think Billy will become a better character probably after Max beat the I shit out of him. Yeah. I don't I don't really care. Yeah. That's understandable. <laughs> I want him to die. I, I don't oh. want him I don't want him to get better the way that Steve got better. I want yeah. him to just die. Well, because I always liked Steve. Yeah, same. Like Steve was a, was a bully, but he wasn't the kind of bully that was like, I'm going to kill you. He was just yeah. a teenager being a teenager. He, yeah. was just, he was just that typical teenage high school 80s dick. Yeah, who's the best hair? Yeah, he had the best hair, so obviously he Still was like, the most popular kid in school. Well, Dustin might. And Dustin took some points. Right. He doesn't have the best. Steve hair. still, Steve still <laughs> has the best hair. I will fight you to the day I die on this. Um, so but yeah, Bill die on. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna fight about the hairstyles in Stranger Things. Um, Welcome to who has the best <laughs> hair in Stranger Things, Steve. If you disagree with me, shut the f up. But Billy as a character, I I like the Red Ranger, but man, I hated Billy's guts. I wanted. I was so happy when he and Steve fought, and then Max almost chopped his nuts off. Oh yeah, that's right. That was pretty great. I, regardless of how good he was, I still think the scene between him and the mom was hilarious. That was the funniest you, shit. You telling me about like the Fabio? Cover? Oh yeah. So that so, even adds more to <laughs> it. Also, so also in Beyond Stranger Things, yeah. it's gonna become an ad for Beyond Stranger Things. Yeah. Drink whenever Brandon says Beyond Stranger well, Things. Well, it's only one episode, so so uh, it's a six. No, I mean episodes. it's only for this episode. Right. Where Red so in Beyond Stranger Things, they talk about how that. They made that cover and then they photoshopped his wig onto that cover so that when he shows up, the mom is reading this character and then opens the door and it's that character. So um, I don't know if you guys saw uh, either on Twitter or anywhere. There's a picture of uh, uh, what's uh, a Paul. Nope. Uh, there's a, what's his name? He's from Parks and Rec and uh, Rob Lowe. There's, there's a picture of Rob Lowe from the 80s and they they modeled him off the Rob Lowe. He has the same earring. He has the same red thing. Oh. He has the same mullet. It's hilarious. And I'm just imagining this is Rob Lowe. Everyone, everyone's like, he's so attractive. But I'm like, I couldn't get over that prepubescent mustache nah, man. he had on With his face. I, I am not a fan of that scene. Oh, man, I thought it was funny. And it's not... I get it. It, it is funny. Uh, my problem with it is that it's a scene about a character who, up to that point, we have disliked. 
and all of a sudden it's putting him into the situation where it's supposed to be kind of like charmingly funny. And I did not feel it worked contextually. I did not think it had the right pieces to it. Okay, sure. Um, I he's not okay. He's I don't he's not a charming person, but like him acting this way, I found enjoyable. Like I don't like the character Andy. Like he's not a good person. I thought him trying to fool the mom was funny. It's like it's I don't think he's a more charming person for that. I think like wow, this guy's a scumbag, and he's and it's just the way he's like this mom wants it so bad. I'm just like he's no, just like, I know, he's a bad I know. person. I know. I just didn't like the way it was built into the show. That's no, fine. Actually, I kind of did because the way I saw it was that I know this guy's a dick, but he's got he is a good liar. He is a very, very good liar. So when he sees um um Will's mom and he goes, "Oh, I didn't know Nancy had a sister." He plays it so like he knows that okay, this is a parent. I know how I need to act now. I have to. Oh, she's kind of hot too. So I'll uh, I'll put some moves out like unbutton my shirt a little bit and. He plays her like a freaking violin, and the whole time since like, I know what you're doing, and I hate you for doing it so well. Sure. Um, what do we think of the map this season? I'll be honest, I hated it. You mean the map that Will draws or uh, yep. Mike so draws? The the initial re- reveal of it being the map, I liked a lot. The subsequent being like, oh, we have to use this as an actual map, to, and Bob's got to be freaking Bob the Builder Man trying to navigate oh, it. Wait. I didn't. Yeah. No, I just messed up names. It's Mike's mom, not Will's mom, it's and a, it's the it doesn't, mom. Matter. It doesn't matter. That Will's doesn't matter. I, I want to get my. There's names only right. one mom who's a character in the, the show. The reveal was cool to see, like it laid out as a, as like vines everywhere, but yeah, uh, them yeah, but that's not it. how drawings work. No, I know, but just the imagery of seeing it. <laughs> I mean, because she's just like, oh, this dark line matches this dark line, yeah. and then and then it just becomes, and then when Bob's like, oh, that looks like Lover's Point or whatever. Yeah, the hell. no, see, that's what I mean. Like uh, the initial reveal of them putting it together is like, oh, that's really cool. Like it's a map of the upside down, but like uh, it's the way it's used is silly. But it's unclear because it's not the upside down; it's just vines. That well, it's like it's, uh, the tunnels that they made that has upside down elements to it. It's not the upside down. It's just it's like the midpoint. It's yeah, limbo. I mean, it looks it's upside down limbo because when we we see them go to the portal and the vines are coming out of that portal. Yeah, or yeah. like they're being grown from that portal. So it, it couldn't be the upside down. But when Hopper goes in, the camera turns upside down to give you the impression that it is. I think it's like the limbo, basically. Yeah, yeah. probably. I'd imagine. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't need to have, you don't need like a port. Because when Eleven comes back, she actually has a portal go through, and then the portals seal up. Yeah, this one is just there's like a there's like a cellophane layer, like yeah. a DC metal cellophane layer yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> between the portals. No, for this, I think it's like the upside down trying to invade our worlds, and it becomes more like the upside down, but yeah. still isn't the upside. Sure, down. That's why the pumpkins are all gross. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, the pumpkins, the trees, a lot of the plant life. Burn it. So, what do we think about Bob? Bob, what do they call him? Bob the the Bob the super the Bob the hero Bob, Bob the superhero Bob the superhero yeah Bob, I love great. him uh, uh, Sean Essen's coming back baby <laughs> oh. I yeah right I I liked him although I had a I had a spoiler but not like an actual spoiler but like I figured it out yeah um because there were a lot of headlines because I I watched Stranger Things like a week after it dropped and um <sighs> there were already so many articles about this and like one of them was like Bob is the new Barb. Yeah, that's the thing about oh. certain things. Like the way they phrase it, it's not a spoiler, but you can just put it together. Like, well, you guys just ruined it. Oh, he's a nice guy who died. Yeah, um, I actually was really, really hoping that um, Bob wasn't going to die. Me too. I, I had a feeling because, like, when Hopper and um, well, no, yeah, because the show wants Hopper and Joyce to be together. Yeah, because I saw them have the moment. I think, oh no, please don't tell me they're gonna that. And then I see Bob, and at first I'm like, oh, I hope he's not a dick. And then he turns out to be this really nice guy who loves the kids and who actually likes spending time with them. I'm thinking, okay, I like you, Bob. 
and then it turns out he dies. I'm like, man, I, 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 I kind of saw it coming. Yeah, Sparks, yeah. what did you think about 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 this? And then we're gonna get into some listener comments real quick. Uh, but Sparks, you first. I like Bob a lot, and I was sad that he died, but I also am not surprised because they weren't gonna kill any of the other characters, and if they didn't kill Bob, then they wouldn't have killed anybody, and then there'd be no stakes. There's no way Hopper was gonna die in that one. No, scene. Hopper's not. Like dying. I didn't, oh, no. I didn't feel the, the sticks up. I like when he's dancing to the song. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. Okay, so we- I did, I did for a second think they might kill Hopper. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did oh because yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah. well, I didn't, I didn't he's Hellboy. I was like, he's Hellboy. Oh, I didn't even think about and that. They, and they already had some difficulty keeping Mike present because of it. So, And you could tell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they wrote down his role. And so I was like, they could, they, I could see them kill Hopper. I could see it happen. Yeah. So we got some listener comments. Um, we got, I got two here. Uh, one from Scatterbrains Podcast. Another podcast? Not Impossible. an endorsement. <laughs> 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 what about the hatched eggs from season one? Why were all the pumpkins funky? Are the demodogs underdeveloped demogorgons? Hopper and Dustin got sprayed. Are they going to be okay? Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so I think the same thing's going to happen to them that happened to Will. So they're going to. I, so? I imagine, right? Because they were vom- he was vomiting gross stuff, right? No, uh, it wasn't was Hopper in in like the locker room? He wasn't he like spit out some stuff? No, oh, I don't recall this. Sparks, oh, you know Sparks, what? Maybe he Sparks, was. Am I right here? Because Hopper then- Hopper only coughed up in the vine tunnels not long after. He got sprayed. Went right before he passed out. He coughed up. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I think that there might be some more like the shadow monster can maybe work their way into them too or something. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think we answered a lot of these yeah, other the ones. Pumpkins is just like they're invading. It's, it's the, the it's, it's the, the vine. It, it's the rot. Yeah. It's yeah. the upside down. Oh, it's like the rot from uh, uh the green from Animal Man. <laughs> yeah. No. For real. <laughs> um. And the other the the last one uh from uh I'm sorry if I mispronounce this Zolt Chill. T underscore T. Um, what did you think about eight? Do you think we're going to see more of her in the next season? Do you think we'll see any of the other kids from the testing facility? This is actually a really good, really good question because I had this question as well. What do we all mm-hmm. think about this? I, I mentioned my thoughts in the beginning, but you guys, please. Uh, when I what well, the very very beginning? In the beginning of this. Oh, sorry. So um, when I I was the first person to watch this, and uh, I texted you guys after episode one, going like. I didn't know what they were going to do, and I thought episode one was a really strong start, like regardless of what happened in episode eight. I forgot. You forgot? About the very beginning. Yeah. And that, that, the scene where, where she's in, it's in the car and she does her hand thing and she makes the image, that's what Phantom X's powers are. That's, that's how, you, that's, I couldn't explain it, but eight is Phantom X. That's how it works. Oh, interesting. Like, like it's a, he, they only see what they think. Mm. Um, I, I love that so much, and I think that character is super dope, and I'm, I wish they handled that character a little bit differently in episode eight. But like the stuff oh, with seven. Him, I'm so sorry. Sorry, damn it. <laughs> in episode yeah, it's seven, easy. it's easy to um, do. Like the 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 Magneto uh, Professor X scene where she has to move the the, the train, mm-hmm. like use your powers. That was really good. That was a really good scene. Yeah. I like eight. Um, it was um actually because when Ryan when you were saying what, I don't to watch the first episode, I was yeah. I saw the first episode and actually for halfway through the season, I'm sitting there going, okay, when are we gonna get back to eight? Yep. I was wondering what's gonna happen to her, and then she got her one episode spotlight. Which I didn't really mind, but yeah, it did kind of derail the narrative, especially when we got to this. Like, when we saw the demo dog, cre- we saw the demo dog hand cut to the top of the the portal. I'm thinking, oh shit's gonna go down, mm-hmm. son. But I think we this does open up that we will see um kids from the testing facility. Maybe we'll see a five, we'll see a, a ten, we'll see any other number, we'll see yeah. two or whatever. But also, I like the fact that they changed the that not every kid has the same powers. Yeah. Sparks, what do you think? And I'll I'll say mine after you. 
Um, I did not have the same problems with episode seven that others did. And, uh, I do not think that we're going to play a game where we fill in all the rest of the kids to make up a a total of 11. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I hope not. And that was kind of my thing is I really what I what what my thoughts are is that I hope that if we do go into this different direction, this kind of X-Men-esque direction uh, in season three that this, we don't. I saw comparisons of, of uh, New Mutants. This actually does feel a lot like New Mutants. Yeah. I, I hope that we don't. I hope that it's handled better because I don't think this episode was handled well. It, it does derail the narrative flow of the season. Not to make a joke on the train car. No, part. no, it, it's <laughs> just like the the narrative flow of the season is going very strongly, and then oh, we got to do this real quick. Um, yeah. yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> hey, my ears um, are fine. <laughs> um, so I I feel like I don't want to see. I was kind of I was kind of okay with just thinking they were all dead. I didn't need this. I didn't need this story because that's the thing. That's my biggest thing is. Going into the season, I didn't need to know the answer to how what other testing facilities. I, I was very satisfied with what we got in season one. I didn't need to know more. Yeah, yeah so did I. I because I was on the impression that subjects one through ten all died or failed in some way, and then eleven was the only one who had given the because she was used to spy on the Russians. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's so cool. that's the, what she was used for, and then her psychic powers developed from there, and, that's and she accidentally got- opened the doorway to the upside down. <laughs> Oops, but. I mean, Jerk. maybe we will see her. I, I do agree with you, Brandon. I don't want to see all the kids that lead up to 11. I, I'm fine with just a handful, and maybe the rest die, or the rest are just so well and high in that they don't I really, I really just think my biggest issue is I didn't need it. Yeah. And, and I feel like if it was handled better, I would be, I think, because I don't hate this. I don't hate that episode. Right. I, I, I know a lot of people on the internet are just like, it's the worst thing that happened since yeah. since the Nazi walked on the streets or whatever. What? Um, I don't know. I don't care. It's just, you know, okay. people on the internet. It's whatever. Yeah, it's it's the people on the internet, they're just really vitriolic about this. And I'm not. Yeah. I, it's fine. I, I, it's it's there. It's part of the, it's, I, I, I think it derails it. But I my biggest issue is, I didn't need to know that story. Right. I was fine not knowing it. So, so was I. You guys realize that now that they've opened up the floodgate, we are going to get more and we're going to get like an X-Men team to take out the Shadow Monster in like season three or four. It's only going it, to... There's no way it's not going to do that. But see, here's the thing. I don't want that no, either. No, I don't either. But what I'm saying is now that this season two has happened, you you see the trajectory of yeah. this. Of this. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's I, I just what hope it is. it's not. But like it's it I it feels like they're gonna they're gonna she's there's gonna go no find reason ones. there's no reason it has to be that because I think that there's a very specific reason why we only were shown one other kid that other kid was at the same facility that her mom is the one who pointed her in the direction of that other kid and the important thing that comes from that episode isn't about eight story it's about the fact that the guy is still alive Brenner. Yes. Papa. Oh, Papa, yeah. yeah. It's that he's still alive. That's what's important about that episode. Okay. That's what was the important thing for Jane to figure out. And the whole reason why that story had to happen is because Jane needed a reason to motivate her to close the portal. Yeah, and I get that. Again, I just don't think it was handled very but, well but, as but, an but my point. But my point is that I don't think that they're building up to having some kind of X-Men team to stop the Shadow Monster. The team is the 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 people in Hawkins yeah, with 11. But <clears throat> I think that eight was just there to expand on what Jane can understand about the outside world and what Jane can understand about her abilities and what's left of the people that did things to them. 
I hope you're right. And I think I think that the that Brenner is an important part of what's still to come for her personally. But I don't think that means that we get more kids. I w- I I hope so. I just I just I just see it like I feel like you know if, I feel like if that episode because what you're what you're getting out of this episode sparks. I got it, but it wasn't. It didn't feel like that was what the episode was trying to do to me. Like it was trying to tell me, like I, I'm, I'm. It feels with, like I was trying to open up a bigger world. Right. I'm with, I'm with Ryan that the episode wasn't done in a way that accurately portrayed what you're saying. Um, and, and I, I feel mean, like if it was, and I mean it. I mean it in the nicest way. But you guys are comic book nerds. Yeah. And this is not a comic book show. Yeah. And I don't think that's what the episode was about. And I don't think that's what the episode was trying to convey. And I'm not saying it did convey what it was going for perfectly. But I am saying I think you guys are jumping the gun on where it was going. I just want, I hope I'm wrong. But see, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not coming, I'm, I'm like, I get, I get the comic book reference, the comic book reference, but I'm really just, like, I know how TV shows work. Like, that's what you I know, mean. They, they're kind of, they're kind of, they're always like looking for like what's going to be next. And I never got that impression that Stranger Things needed to do that. And I, I'm, to deal with that. I'm not saying next season it's going to be like six teenagers in costumes. I mean, like, didn't even eight say something like we need to find other people like us or something? Something so, like that. So yeah. what I mean is like it's going to be a quest of us. Maybe we even find one more but I think, or two I think, more. You but. know, bottom line, I also didn't want more of the military complex. I was perfectly fine. Actually, I'm, knowing, I love that doctor. Uh, I liked him too, but like, like yeah. we closed the gate. You know, I'm more interested to know what happens to Hawkins and less what happens with the government yeah. and Brenner and Papa. But and in like, a way, like the government is kind of directly tied to all of it, right? Because it's kind of their fault. Yeah. yeah, I get, I get that. The that there's no way around it. I just, I feel like, really, I don't want the show to go big. Yeah, I don't. And I, and, yeah. and I I see what Sparks is saying. I just don't feel like the show did it well. Did that well to 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 give me the, the peace of mind that it won't go too big because I like the show small. I like it in the small town of Hawkins and and dealing with and kids dealing with this yeah. sort of in, thing. In terms, the Spielbergian yeah. storytelling. In terms of this being a small about small uh, show, the the finale where Eleven is closing a giant portal with her crazy psychic powers, that's a big comic book finale, dude. Mm-hmm. That's not a small thing. That's a big thing. No, but I what was, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I'm not like small in scope, but like no, what the these characters, like small with these characters. No, what I mean is like they're opening the doors to it being bigger, and I, I, I don't want it. But I just see, how, like you said, how TV shows are made. You're gonna see the trajectory of these things, and I hope the Duffer Brothers are smarter than that, and I think they are. No, I think so too. Honestly, but when, this season isn't so. as good. So no, honestly, when Eleven was closing the portal, because. Remember back in season one when she sent the Demogorgon back to the Upside Down? She disappeared along with it, and yeah, everyone's like, "Vaporized it." Yeah, yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, she died!" And yeah. then Hopper left the Eggos for her, and it was like, "Oh, thank God, she's not dead." Word. Like when she was closing God, the, that por- was, their scenes are so good. Yeah, but when she was closing the portal, I was actually legitimately scared that Eleven was gonna die. I was because that was a huge thing, and she closed it, and maybe it took her a month to recuperate or whatever. But I mean, maybe I don't, I don't know. I was. I was nervous. Well, I'm glad they didn't kill here's, her. Here's here's the I think the biggest difference with the ending. And let's get let's get away from this real quick because we're getting a little too negative. I think um, the 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 ending. I feel like the ending to Stranger Things one. It, it makes you feel like this was a complete story. That that was it, and it's done. Yeah. This feels like this isn't it. Yeah. And it's I straight up, it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. And uh, and I feel like if it had just wait 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 did, wait yeah, how per- is how is the end of Stranger Things one not a cliffhanger? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a thank, thank you, slug. Thank you, Sparks. Wait, 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 I was about wait, wait, to I didn't say hear that. What Sparks said? What did you say? What did you say, Sparks? Will coughed up a freaking slug into the sea. Oh and no! But flashed I mean, back but into I mean, the upside but down. Stop. I, I mean that. I mean that. 
if they had never done more, I was never, I never felt like there was more to the story that needed to be told. That that was, that was it. Like that, that was, that was, that felt to me self-contained and, and well done. And, and going into season two, like there, there were those pieces there to expand on, but they were never like, like, like we have, they were never like, like overtly said, we're going to do another season. This is how we're going to do it. And that's what felt like the ending to season to Stranger Things two felt like to me is like another what, season is coming and this is how it will go. Or what? Like how? That. How did it feel like that to you? Well, because with the oh, we're talking about with with, uh, with with eight and Papa and the military complex still there and and the but the, see but see but it's just the same as season one's pieces. They don't have to go there. It's just as self contained in its ending. It had no more of a cliffhanger than season one. Is I'm, my point. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the middle. Because I agree, kind of agree with both of you. Because it did season one did end on a cliffhanger as well, like in in a way. But like again, like yeah, like if that was ending, like that's spooky that it mm-hmm. ended that way. And like if that was like the cliffhanger when we got the anthology series and it was a new thing, I'm like that would be a cool Black Mirror, you know, eight episode thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm I kind of agree more with you, Brandon. Um, because there was if uh, I kind of agree and I don't agree. It's hard. I probably say. I'm probably not explaining this well enough. No, I understand what you're saying. Because um, like, it, like all that stuff, especially like the last shot of like uh, like the big monster hunting down. And I gotta really like that shot. It yeah, was really and cool it's shot. a long, long, good shot. It's like I feel that's a little more of a setup. No, maybe. I compl- I think personally, I think that season one was the cliffhanger. Yeah. Because when Will coughs up the slug and he we see him flash back and he ups it down, and if it ended down there, it wasn't more strange things. I would have been pissed off because I was like, what happens? There's he has a connection to the upside down. There has to be more. We have to know what happened to Eleven, the government complex, everything else. If season if Stranger Things ended as season two, I'd be I think that that ending is a lot more self-contained because all we just see is the the monster over the school. We don't see him like jabbing well, out. Think- we don't see Eleven's nosebleed or whatever. It's like there could be more. There might be more, but this is the ending we have. I just think and that season ha- two telegraphs its cliffhangers more than season one did. No, season one, that was, a, to me, that was a sheer fire cliffhanger. That was, after, if it just ended with Outwill going to the restroom and him playing and drawing and talking to his mom about D&D in the, in the living room, that would have been fine. But since it w- saw, we saw, he coughed and he coughed up the slug and the flash of the upside down, that is a clear thing of there will be a season two. This isn't over yet. Whereas the monster, because we've had movies where like the monster floats over, like the ending of the Godzilla '98, uh, oh, yeah, the baby egg. Godzilla pops out of an egg, yeah. and credit scene. Yeah. But again, I didn't need more than that. But it's That's a completely true. different story. Yeah. I, um, I know it's a completely different story, but still, it's like, hey, there I might be more. A joke. Oh, okay. I, fine. Th- look, the main the main point I think in what I was saying is just in the season two ending, all the main characters are at a point where if you never saw more of them, there doesn't feel like a need to see more of them. Do you get I, what I'm saying? I, I, I because they're, they're all, all they're, they're all, all in a safe place. They're all in a good place. Yeah. Even Eleven, and that wasn't the case at the end of season one. And the monster is there, but the monster's trapped on the other side. There's no direct implication other than that. It's spiteful. That's true. I can agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's. I want to talk about that doctor because I was not sure if he was a good person this entire show. Yeah. He. But did. he's awesome and he's nice and. Yeah. I really like his him. whole explanation of like, listen, I understand we messed up. I'm the guy who's trying to fix it, so just help me out and I'll help you. And he's just always honest and always sweet, and he actually cares about Will. And I really like that guy. Yeah, I like <laughs> Paul Reiser too. was awesome in this. I so, liked him a lot. I was very flip floppy about this doctor. I'm thinking, does he like like when Will goes into for his first doctor's appointment, and then we see. The doctor talked to him face to face, 
And then we see all the government shadowy people in the back smoking the cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, is the doctor truly on? Is it like Will's Papa side? number two, basically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is he? And then he, we go to we jump a few episodes and go He's to that the sweet uncle. And he goes in that board meeting with all of them, and they're like, "Well, it might kill him." So, okay, uh, cool. how about we don't kill the kid? And wh- and this doctor's like, "No, no, screw this noise. Let's not do this. Let's try and fix this." And the other doctor's like, "Uh, we don't know." And how. he listens to Will, and yeah. he's like, yeah. "This is what I think it is, but honestly, I really don't know." Yeah. Like when he because he he. He does misdiagnose Will to be like, oh, it's just a PTSD flashback, but it's like, nope. But he, he's 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 very clear. Like, I mean, that's this what is, I think it is. is. Uncharted no. territory. Yeah, because Will is actively seeing into the upside down, even if he's not physically there. But he's also not telling them this until much later. And he tells Mike. Oh, okay, well, Mike's uh, much talking, later. Yeah, yeah much, much later. Yeah. Um, he doesn't tell Mike until I don't think until the Halloween episode. Um, episode two, no, no, episode three. Like when they're going on, like when the, they go trick or treating, yeah, and he has like, that, and he has that major that flashback, episode, the trick or treat freak, and then he yeah. they go onto the corn that he he freezes out in the field, oh, in the field, yeah, yeah, where he gets absorbed. <laughs> I think, yeah. uh, and I think that's the first time we'll see. I think that I think Will and Mike have that connection. Like he's like, I can see, and I'm seeing into the upside he down. Dark Will when they're yeah. having the candy. And he whatever. has the sight. Sparks, do you do you like this doctor as much as I did? I did. Awesome. I did like the doctor. I like Paul Reiser a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm always happy with him in something. I actually, I'll to go back to Sean Astin. I love Sean Astin's performance. Yeah, man. He's so, he's, he's, he's so sweet. He's like the best dad ever. <laughs> he's got he the, is. he's got a, so I was watching this, this, uh, this, the show with him and I was like, man, it really sounds like he's putting on a fake American accent because he's kind of got that inflection of like a British person doing an accent. Like they over accentuate certain, yeah. certain uh, it's letters. It's like Midwestern or something. Yeah. But it's actually, it's actually, he's, he's really, he's, he's really not British. No. Yeah. <laughs> he's just joy- joyful. Damn you, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the interview he did with Stephen Colbert? No. Watch it. It's good. Oh, it's, it's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that is. Sean Aston didn't know anything about Lord of the Rings. No, he didn't. <laughs> that's funny. He read the books on the plane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all in all, I, I, did like this i did like the season um what Truthfully. have we what have we not talked about yet um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna hijack and i'm gonna Please. talk about the fact that i thought joyce and will and hopper and 11 their their character arcs with each other were really well developed i like steve becoming the babysitter i like dustin and lucas with their respective stories and i really like the introduction of max I thought mike was written poorly this season i understand that to some degree it's because of it filming but he was basically just going between two emotional beats at all times until the last episode, which was pissed at everybody and mm-hmm. grieving or what's wrong, Will? What can I do, Will? And those were his only two emotional beats. And I really didn't enjoy that. I can agree. Does it not feel like a couple scenes where I'm like, are you you're really this mad? Come on, dude. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was yeah. it was a little tough to watch through all the season. Him just have those two emotional beats and nothing else going on with his character. I didn't care much for that. Did the Hopper yeah. scene where him and him and Hopper are like crying? Like, did, did you buy that one? Was that OK? He, it it I yes, it was what was needed, but I didn't feel like enough else had been done with Mike to make me feel as good about it. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with everything you just said. I, I, John, a lot of great stuff, a lot of great character work in this season, I feel. Jonathan and Nancy's arc was weak, and Nancy was an extremely weak character this season. Yeah, dude, what yes. a... What a yes. yeah. <laughs> I don't... I love those two characters in the first season, and then the second one's like, how can we only hang out when the world ends? <laughs> I'm you like, hanging oh, out. Or, but yes. I will say, they have the best joke in the season. Which one's that? When the reporter is like, 
How was the pullout? Oh, <laughs> do, does everyone? Man. How do you guys feel about that that weird drunken reporter guy? Because I thought he was hilarious. He I thought was, was pretty. I great. saw people on the internet freaking hate that guy, and I he, thought he was dope. I didn't mind him. I actually I liked that he. At first, I thought he was just some annoying reporter, a kooky to, man, to like um, just who who has a conspiracy theory and is just bugging Hopper all the time. And Hopper's like, man, I don't have time for this. But later on, where he actually does care, he also does want to like stick it to the man. He also wants to get teenagers laid. Uh, that's a little creepy. How was the pullout? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a little that was a little bit of an awkward scene. Yeah, it he, was. It totally was. Where he also even calls them out on their bullshit. I think that's just I, I liked how awkward it was because that character is an awkward person. Yeah, yeah. Like where he's like, if you ever need to reach me again, don't. And yeah. slams the steel door in front of him. He was a nice little relief. I liked him. Yeah, I didn't mind him. I thought he was. Pretty he plays okay. that, that actor kind of plays that kind of similar role all the time, and I'm like, you're good at this <coughs> smart, swarmy, weird, like goofy guy. How? However, I will like with all that negativity. Those character arcs I felt were weak, uh, and I already talked about Billy. Um, one of my favorite things they did this season that I see so rarely in projects, especially television shows, where they carry over uh, a loss from a character in the first season: the fact that Nancy and Steve have dinner with Barb's parents. Oh yeah, I like that a lot. That's that was, really cool. That was really that was cool. a really really good touch and i really liked really it sweet. and it felt natural it felt like it did push nancy into the arc she needed i just don't feel like that arc was well crafted after that but it did push her and it made sense and i didn't feel it was forced like nancy yeah. got the, got the push and then a hero super steve comes in yeah yeah i, I liked i like that too also I, well because one of my fears was going to be that they were just going to forget that bar was in the upside down and she died no they like justice they baby. have been justice for bar they have been putting posters out with barb's face on it like I knew, I knew as soon as that meme started, that Barb would not be forgotten. The, yeah. the, the Duffenbirds even said that, don't worry, there's going to be justice for Barb. Like, yeah. it's a whole... Now it's justice for the so, cat. No, oh. now it's justice for Bob. Bob. Bob, Bob and justice. the cat. Oh. I don't care. Here's, <laughs> Muse. 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 Yeah. That's cute. Justice for uh, Muse. Here's, here's two questions uh, for you. One, um, did you guys catch our resident gang member from the Netflix Marvel shows as a cop Turk. now? It was Turk, right? Yeah, I I did notice Turk was in there. Donald Faison? No, no. There's there's the random the random uh, uh, the, thug the who Turk, always shows the, up. The guy, the goon who gets beaten up in every Marvel Netflix show wherever he shows he always up. Always shows. Uh, I'll pull up. And it's always here. like, man, I gotta get out of Harlem because he always just gets busted. Yep. I'll go to Hell's Kitchen where it's safe. Yeah. Where was yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy? Where was it? Was he, he was the... he was a cop? Uh, oh. Now. Yeah. I yep. Yeah. I I spotted it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, okay. And and the second question is, how do you feel about the fact that Dart recognized Dustin? You know... I like it. Uh, for the because, most part, I like it. Because this creates a question of how sentient they are beyond the hive mind of the shadow monster. Yeah. yeah. Um, I. It is weird with the hive mind thing, but I always viewed it like... It's because like a, they it's do like the a, Phantom Menace thing. It's like a the, puppy. They, when it's closed, they all, they all die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like... It looked like a puppy and like... If you if you get a lion puppy from puppy, <laughs> if you get a lion, a lion cub, cub, that'd be a cute lion, lion cub. puppy. Hell yeah! If you get a lion cub from lion from Inception, from Leonardo DiCaprio's Inception, um, Man, just and, all kinds and of raise it with people, it is still an animal, but it is it is domesticated. It, it is more uh, tolerable of humans. So maybe this crazy alien monster from birth knew a human and was totally cool with it. I think I accept or at least show some kind of because he he was still a, a baby. Because yeah, I've seen those uh, videos where people release the lion cubs they've raised back in the wild or into a sanctuary. They go back to visit them, and the lions all like love not them. mauling them, but like giving them all it's the like love a dog, and, dude. Yeah. yeah, giving all the love like, infections. Like hey, they remember you. Um, 
I, I saw it for a little bit. Just like a Velociraptor? Kind of. Hold. I'm, Paul, I'm Chris Pratt. Hold. I'm putting my hands up. So blue. Nervous. No, Blue. Go away, Blue. <laughs> Alpha. Do, do but, you guys think that they're trying to build some concept of, like, being able to domesticate or tame or or work with no. the creatures from the upside down. Not I don't think that. I think it was just a cute thing. Because I, I thought it was just like one of those, hey, remember me, I raised you, and the uh, and uh, Dart um, hesitated and then went back to the hive mind because that was at the point where they had to go chase, where they went down to no, Hopper you and Levin, get, right? No, you definitely it, get the... It, it, didn't, it didn't go back to the hive mind. Oh, it didn't? No, because it just, no, it, it, it looks just, like it, it dies there eating. and let them pass. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. ate the three musketeers and it died where it was. It hey. let them go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if... Dart would have killed Dustin. That's the name, Dustin. Dustin, yeah. Would you would would that have been shocking, and would that have been something you would have been cool with if that actually happened? That, I don't think I would have been. That's cool a really with good it. question. I don't think so. I don't think I would have been I, cool with it, but I would definitely have been shocked by it. I wouldn't have wanted Dustin to die. In my opinion: the only kids that I could really see dying are I could see Mike and L dying before the series is over. Um, but my thing is, I felt like if Dart was a creature that was of its mind enough to eat the three musketeers and let them pass and recognize Dustin, it shouldn't have died when the mind flayer died. Or when the gate was closed. Yeah. Um, yeah that's a good point. Because it, it, yeah. it wasn't connected. It couldn't have been. Mm, that is a good point. Maybe, maybe it's just connected enough. I don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one, to be honest. How do you, I? I don't know how hive minds truly work. Like, if you like separate an ant, uh, like, you know what I mean. Like for a long time, will that? I know. I've seen a bug's life. It's, they seem okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, well, ants too. Yeah. Well, going into the because the mind flare, the way they pull this off is from D and D. Yeah. And there's a D and D show that I listened to where they actually did have. Um, they fought a where the characters fought a hive mind. Uh, essentially, there's just like this one central organism, and you, these creatures can act on their own but if the hive but if the like the um the brain tells them to do something it'll, it has to do it okay so like they're kind of yeah kind of like um um no i don't know like like a hive mind yeah yes yeah, so no it is it, it does bring up an interesting question because um everything we're saying it it, it you start to wonder uh, why why would they have all died uh when the gate was closed because you know and you like can the, make their connection. You can it? make the case of the connection, but well, how far does that connection go? Because uh, would the demogorgon have died if they had closed the gate? Maybe Was because the demogorgon the dem- already dead at the, this point. The demo. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Like in season one, if they had closed the gate, probably uh, much like this, would the demogorgon have died? Probably, yeah. yeah. I, I would assume so because yeah. we didn't know about that there was the big portal or anything yet. Sure, I uh, think it probably would have. Oh yeah, because remember how the mind more questions well, that, answered. That, would, three. Wait, that wait. would be saying that the demogorgon at the time was a agent of the mind flayer, which according which goes to against your my own speculation. Theory, wait, which no. according to your own theory, Brandon, the mind flayer arrived in season two. So it means I think the, the, the demogorgon demodog- would have to maybe, be a private agent. So then maybe it would maybe it, it controls these creatures when it arrives. But then also that that means what do they do otherwise? Guys, we're forgetting another important thing. What? The mind flayer possesses will. 
he possesses Will, and Will is continuously telling him to stop because the, of they're putting on the heat on. They're trying to. I they did like the trap that Will lays. By the way, I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, they, which one remind me? When when Will lays the trap of hey, we need to go. If we go here, it'll kill. It'll oh, kill that's this right. Thing. Yeah. And it was a trap, and he's like, "I'm that's sorry, he made me do it." That's great. Yeah. That so because cool. remember, Will is telling him in Morse code how to stop the mind flare, right? But the mind flare is continuously looking through Will's eyes and is like, "Hey, I know where we are. I know what to do. I know how to trap these people." Yeah. So now, oh man, this just opened. I just opened a can of worms, didn't I? There's a lot. There's there's a lot. There's a, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, hmm. yeah, there's a know. there's a rabbit hole we can go down. But yeah, I don't let's think we should. Not, yeah, let's stop. Let's We've not t- go down. This how long have we been talking hole. about this again? Um, yeah, we're over two hours on this episode. Right oh, now. I love Shit. it. I love um, it. should we get final thoughts? Anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Or um, I really enjoyed uh, all the the Mad Max subplot with the arcade stuff. Yeah, oh, like them that. trying to figure out who it is, and then then like stalking this girl, and like you guys are creepy. Can you stop? Like we're not creepy. We just want to know some stuff. So I guess we're creepers. I guess <laughs> we're not creepy, but we're going to be creepy. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that too. Um, Sparks, you got you got something? I I thought the entire cast was phenomenal in their performances. I just felt that some of the characters were underwritten. I agree. I yeah. agree with that. I like yeah. seeing a lot of stuff with uh, Dustin and Lucas, but at the same time, I was hoping to see more of Mike and Will, and I get it because that, that means a, a Finn had to go film it. But I, I do agree with Sparks that um, Mike didn't have a lot to do, and that kind of bummed me out, but seeing Dustin and Steve Bond was just amazing. Steve, Steve and Dustin, man. What a great team. Yeah, yeah. there were, there were great things, but I, I wish that it felt like in season one we just got pretty much solid stuff all around, and in this one... I more, felt more them down. choosing certain characters over others, and it felt like Mike was one who suffered a lot. Yeah, Hopper didn't. I want him to win an Emmy. I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't watched enough TV to know if he should win, but I think this is definitely a really strong, strong role. For, I think he's oh. better in this season than season one. Oh yeah, I agree. Most with that. definitely. Yeah. Specifically, I don't know what episode it is. Is it three or four when when they have the big fight? Uh, oh, and yeah. she slams a thing, and then the next Five? morning he's like, "Hey, Eleven, I just wanted to say." Um, and he, he's trying to be like sweet, and he's like, "You better clean this shit up." And he like, just the emotion, and like when he's sitting in the truck, and he and he called her, and he's like, and he's crying and saying like, "I'm sorry," and it's like that that was so good. That yeah. was yeah. That they was, they that gave him they gave him a lot of strong. I think stuff. Harbor's definitely the strongest thing. I in also season. I also love how in the last scene with him and the doctor that he gives him the birth certificate for oh, Jane. That was and so cute. He becomes Jane's quote unquote legal father. That is so that was pretty great. Another reason that doctor is great. I don't know if uh, I want to keep calling her Jane though. I'll probably still keep calling her Eleven. I prefer Eleven, honestly. So uh, it's kind of it's kind of a Daisy Sky sort of thing yeah, for me. I, that's yeah. her first name, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll call her. I'll call her Sky or yeah. Eleven, or even yeah. just call her L. That'll be yeah. like L. Jane L Hopper. Yeah, uh, all, all in all, this is a good season. Um, great season. parenting all around this season, too. Yeah, Every great parent. Yeah. Great parenting, a lot of great characters. Oh, man, Ted's the best dad. Jesus. Oh. oh, sorry, I didn't mean Billy's dad. Great moms. Great moms, including Steve. I thought there was great um, uh, character arcs, but also you know, some of the ones that weren't so great, but I yeah. thought all the cast was was great all around. I really like all the actors in this yep. in the show. They get some good people. Um, all right, cool. Um, so that'll do it for that. I'd recommend it. If you like season one, I'd recommend season two. Oh yeah, I mean, if you if Stra- sure. Stranger Things is still the phenomenon it is, so yep. definitely check it out. Um, Beyond Stranger Things, also on Netflix. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of fun. Jim yeah. Rash, uh, Jim Rash uh, did it. Like did it. It's, it's kind of fun. Right. It doesn't make any sense because it's all filmed in one day, and you can tell. But there's only like certain people around yeah. at a time. And you're like, wait, why not just have everyone? They have yeah, Bill schedules. Nye. Yeah. They have Bill Nye show up for like a the minute. The science guy or the English actor? The science guy. Okay. Oh, not Bill Nye. David David Jones pops up. <laughs> All right, uh, Sparks, take it away. What are we rating? 
No. Book oh, club. Do, are we gonna? Oh, we didn't. Rate. Oh, we I thought rate? we were rating it. Oh, oh rate it? I mean, we don't. Uh, I guess we do rate. We TV did shows. rate. We yeah, rate TV we shows. Rate yeah. We rate seasons. Oh. All right, Let's rate it. Um, eight out of eleven. Oh, <laughs> is are we gonna do that? now? I've been waiting for that all night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason you want to rate it. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I do give this an eight. If um, eight Stranger, if if season one was a nine point five or a ten, in my p- opinion, it's a ten. It's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. This has definitely. It does miss a few marks, but it's still, it got me binging till 4 a.m. Yeah. So I would definitely give it an 8 and 8.5. I will say I did find this uh, as compelling as I found the first season. I just found the first season to be stronger story-wise. Yes. Yeah. Um, so with shows that are that are made on, are made for Netflix, like I do binge them because that's kind of just how I, if it's a normal TV show, maybe not so much, but it's not Netflix. We should do an episode of binging. Ooh, I love binging. Ooh. Beer! No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I can tell, if, if the show is compelling enough to make me want to binge it, like I just want to keep watching episode episode, then it's probably it's probably really good, and I watch all this in like a day and a half. Um, or maybe it was one day, I, it was, I don't remember. Um, but I like the show a lot, I'll give it, I'll give it an 8. So mm-hmm. I think the first one's like a solid 9.5 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably give it a completely different score when we reviewed it. <laughs> give it a 7.5. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Um, good. Good <clears throat> show. Yeah. Cool. Let's get let's talk about some sad stuff, Sparks. Oh yeah. Sparks, take it away. Hey guys, sorry, the book club will be moved to next week. Uh we're a little over time right now. We don't want to keep you guys waiting too long. Uh we want to really want to dive into this book. So Sparks' book club for Essex County. Uh well that was one more time, so it gives you another week to read it. And to comment, I'll put it up on Facebook one more time. Uh Instagram and our social media. So Essex County, next week, uh with our Justice League review. Oh God! Yeah, it's finally here, you guys. Justice League. Sparks, can you can you believe this is actually happening? I can't. Be- I mean, yes, it's actually yes, kind of hard to believe. believe I can believe it's happening. I just, uh, I wish I was more just, you know, actually excited. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Like I wish I had. Avengers. I wish I. I wish I could say I had the same excitement for this as I did when Avengers was. Oh, dude. Say- but I. But I don't. I don't no. think I'll ever be as excited for anything oh, in my no. life as I was for Avengers. Avengers was oh, such... Oh, you're going to be excited for Infinity War. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot. You're totally right. No, I was so happy and excited for Avengers. For Justice League, I just... Every time I see a trailer or a promotional or I see the poster, I'm thinking, please don't suck. Right, so next week, uh, just for you guys to know... Uh, will be Justice League if you didn't quite catch that. Uh, also, I guess look forward to our Suicide Squad commentary. I'm excited. I'm actually <laughs> legitimately excited happens. for that. That's gonna be dope. Um, all right. Well, that that'll that'll do it for the for the episode this week, guys. Man, what a what a week! Wow. Holy crap! A good week. Holy I am crap. out of breath. I feel it. Hey, Brandon, our birthdays are next week. Oh yeah! Holy crap, dude! We're gonna be old. Oh. Oldish. <laughs> I'm turning 67 next week. Oh, my turning God. Turning 69. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. Now, home stretch. I got to take a deep breath because I'm already out of breath. At the end of the show, we'd love to say thank you to everyone who contributed to the show. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci, who does our uh, intro and theme music. I know I don't put in the, the ad anymore because it's a pain in the ass. But thank you, Jeremy. Um, the best, Jeremy. You can find him on Instagram. He's not really on Instagram, so I don't know why you would, but JV Jabberwock, if you want. He does a theme music, and he does a show called Suburban Proctologist, which hasn't put on an episode in a little bit, but there is a backlog, backlog of a lot of great episodes. They're so really good. I really recommend it. Totally listen yeah. to those. Uh, Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Uh, you find those on iTunes, all the episodes. Thank you to Louis Barreto, who does our logo. Uh, did our logo. Yeah. It's still the logo, right? It's still the logo. Yeah, still the uh, logo. Who, still who, the icon. Yeah, but like, is, is it... 
who designed our, who designed our logo. Um, <laughs> there we go. You can find him Instagram at Lens for Eyes. Uh, he also does any zine. Any zine is the Cal State Northridge official, unofficial, maybe not uh, zine. Uh, they they meet every third Wednesday of the month. Anyone is welcome to join at the Cal State Northridge Art Department room five hundred seven from six to ten. You can find them Instagram anyzine e n i z i n e underscore c s u n Facebook anyzine at csun email anyzine dot csun at gmail dot com. What, what is, is it, that, guys? A parallelandrome. Uh, nope. Wow. We, we haven't said that. Parallelandrome. I combined them all. We haven't said that in a couple of weeks, so I'm glad you did it. Yeah. Palindrome. It's a Pegasus. It's a Pegasus. It's a para, para, hey. What did you say? A parallelandrome? A, pa- a parallelexagram. <laughs> or it could be uh, Sparks and say it's a postulate. I have no idea what that oh. is. So it's a it's a math term. I understand oh. that uh, math and Stephen King elude you, but you know you're definitely right on the math X part. Negative B. <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely right on the math part. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Fake Nerd Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Follow us. Uh, say nice things. You know, do what you want, ultimately. But hey, we'd love to hear from our fans. Yes. Uh, fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com is our email if you'd like to get in touch with us personally. Uh, do it. BT McClure at Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. You really had to think about, do, do I have the one? Do I not have the one? Which is it? I don't remember. BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter is me, Ryan. DJ Tony Snark at everything. Ben. Ben Magnet 27 for everything. And but just Ben Magnet for PlayStation Network. If you want to find me and challenge me to either Battlefront 2, Marvel vs. Capcom, or Injustice 2. Sparks. I'm the one playing Injustice. I will be playing Injustice 2, I swear. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Uh, go to Sparks' Etsy. He makes uh, handmade uh, uh, wooden uh, ornaments of comic book figures. Where are you going with this? I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I lost it halfway through. It's okay. Goodbye. Oh, like, he has it. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Subscribe what? to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Uh, rate and review wherever you get it. We'd love to hear uh, all the nice things you like to say about us. Maybe the bad stuff, but we won't read that for a year, so good luck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, until then, guys. Stay strange, nerds. <laughs>